This week on Nintendo Main, John is back, and we can finally talk about that fight that never ends. And is there a new Switch coming out next year? Probably. Transportation and transubstiation is happening at the Ranch Castle. I'm back from wherever I was. It's top secret. Testing Pokemon Sleep is what is what I've been telling the people. It was a Pokemon Sleep study. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I downloaded, but I never actually tried. Mm. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode three hundred eighty-two. Your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo things and sleep-related apps. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, and the quest for the lost TV cables, Johnson. I'm Jeremy. All in for Yen Mikowski. I'm John. Crying again, knitter. So you've been playing the other the Pokemon Cry app? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lacrimation. Pokemon's got to cover all the bodily functions with different apps. Is there a Pokemon that cries a lot? I don't know. There should be. Probably. Crylax. I don't That'd know. Cool. lack Depressy Puff. So let's let's start off the show as we normally do and talk about games that we got and games that we've been playing. <laughs> we did two episodes without John Knitter, so you are back. So why don't you tell us what you've been doing for two weeks? Sure. Uh, well, I got back into Tears of the Kingdom. And I probably played it at least 10 hours this week. So I think that's been the main thing I've been doing game-wise. And, of course, also AEW Fight Forever, which I got that game. And I, I probably... I don't I even check to see how much I've played on that. Maybe we can check it and see how much have I played on AEW so far. I don't have my Switch handy. My Switch is in the other room. So fine. And by other room, I mean the basement. Another, it's, it's right here. I can grab it, I guess. I'm going to guess I've probably played 20 hours of that game. Nice. But I've been enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Have you just been playing the story mode, or are you playing online? Uh, I played online a little bit. I actually got into a couple of matches. Um, There was some trouble, which Trade mentioned that he had trouble finding people online. And I think probably 50% of the time that I tried, I got got into a match. But yeah, I've been playing mostly the story mode. I beat the story mode. Oh, cool. Hold on. I didn't hear anything that you said about AEW. So did did you win the TNT uh, sweepstakes where they've been giving away AEW Fight Forever every week? Is that, is that how you got a hold of it? Because I, I know I told you to apply for that. Did they end up giving you a I free apply for that. I did not win the sweepstakes. Nope, I just bought it. Because <laughs> I love those wrestling games from the 64s. I had my eye on this, and I knew I was going to get it eventually. And eventually just came. So yeah, I'm glad I got it. Yeah, I used some of my gold points. I think I paid 40 bucks for it or something. But it's been a great time. It's really a good game. You know, as Trey has said a couple of times, you know, the core is absolutely there. If you like those old N64 wrestling games, you will be right at home here. It's a better version of those. It has some some bugs and some, uh, I don't know, some quirks to it. But all in all, it's great. I'm having a lot of fun. And I have faith that they're going to keep building on it and improving it. So I'm really glad that I got it. What what kind of bugs have you run into so far? Uh, see, I'm during a tag team, I got stuck outside of the ring. Like you might remember if you played those old 64 games. Yeah. Basically, if you're doing a tag team and you're on the outside, you only get access to uh, like one corner of the screen. 
you'll get like the back half and then the right side and then you don't get to go to the left side or the front side of the ring and so my guy but eventually if you're if you're out there for too long like the computer will guide your guy back on up to the up to the ropes and that just never happened at one point i was just stuck outside and i couldn't do anything about it so i decided to sit and watch my tag team partner lose the match for both of us <laughs> yeah the the tag team stuff is kind of weird like uh yeah in the in the on the sixty four ones, like I remember, like always, like jumping out of the ring and then trying to pull the person out and then beating them with the chair outside or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really, right. yeah. You can kind of move a little bit, like it'll give, like when somebody like pins them or does a submission or something, they'll give you a couple seconds to like go into the ring and stop it, and then you can do stuff for a while. But then the computer will take over you and kind of just like force you to go back to the to the to the corner where you're at. And I've yeah. run I've run into some tag team online stuff where it gets kind of gets can get frozen sometimes if you're moving around too much outside of the ring. But uh, yeah, there's there's some pretty funny online glitches that it, just ones where you just like grapple the guy and then the guy's like across the ring or something, but they still like move, but it still looks like you're holding them, but you're not touching them. There's like really funny stuff like that that happens. But it's kind of just like I don't know. I just I just get a laugh out of it. You know, I'm like, oh, that's funny. You know, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily yeah, make it unplayable per se. But no, no, that was the only. That tag team glitch was the only one that that made it unplayable for me. But other than that, it's just kind of amusing and, and fun, and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I roll with it when it happens. And and you did you did the single player, so uh, yep. So you so you made your own, champion made your own character. Uh, who did you, who did you run into like in your? Because uh, I guess every you know you'll have a there's like three different groups that'll ask you to join them. Like who did you yep. who did you get to talk to? Chris Jericho asked me to join his team. The, I did the inner circle. Okay. Did do they uh, let you Darby do, Allen. do they let you join or do they not? I don't remember. Like uh, I believe I joined. Cuz when I cuz when I was writing a play with him at one point. Okay, cuz when I like uh when I played it a second time the Death Triangle asked me to join and I said yes and they're like we don't want you anyway. And then they don't and then they just like attack me and I'm like jerking you around. So it's like that kind of pissed me off because there's because that that shows that the choices don't mean anything. Like even if you say you want to join the team, they're still just like, oh no, we're just gonna say that you're not in the team because the story still has to go the same way. So it's not really that you have a choice. But but my first time through, I did get the uh, inner circle with Chris Jericho, but I don't remember if I ever officially became an inner circle if they if they were just like talking to me about it or whatever. But it's 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 weird. It's weird because like uh, you know, there's only two members of the inner circle that are actually in the game, so it's really like uh, it's like where's everybody else? Like they don't have like proud and powerful and they're way inside the circle they're missing they're missing a lot of people that were in that were in aw originally and the only ones that are left are are sammy guevara and and chris jericho there's they're the only inner circle people which is kind of weird it's the same thing with the dark order like there's only two dark order members and one of them is dead so like they're not even in the dark order anymore technically so i mean it's like Hmm. Brody lee's in there because he died and they didn't did it as a tribute but but it's like john silver is the only other dark order member and you can join dark order but it's like dark order's not in the game like they're not there so it's like the hell man and uh was it evil uno who was like pushing the game he was dark he's dark order member and he never made it into the game yeah the story stuff is kind of it, it's shallow but but it's it's still fun and i still think it's necessary it still provides like as you're doing the story mode a, a, a nice respite a brief break from the actual games to do something different and there's like a little bit of strategy in there in terms of what you do. You get four turns per yeah. break between match yeah, before you do the weekly show, right? Like if you go to uh, if you go out on the town for a I forget what they call it, the spirit or, or you could do like a I, I know you can do like meet and greet stuff. You can go to yeah, like you you build you build up your enthusiasm or something like, like that. Yeah, like like a if fan like a fan fest thing. Go, 
you, you'll you'll build up your, your build up your energy too. Yeah, if you do that first before you go to work out, you'll have a better workout mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So this is like an ideal order to do that stuff in, and it's not it's, it's not anything like challenging or whatever, but it is kind of a nice little little break of uh, you know from all the wrestling and stuff. And I don't I don't know if you noticed like when, if you try to go work out with low energy, you'll have a higher percentage of injuring yourself. Is is basically what it is. So you that's have to, true. Yeah. So you so you have to make sure that you have higher energy, or you go to go to a restaurant before. And you can go to different restaurants depending on what city you're in. Like, could you fly around the world like as you would as a wrestler and all that stuff? And it's just funny how it's like the same two or three waitresses at every restaurant. <laughs> yeah, all around, all and they, the they like... kind of just like change the color of the walls a little bit, but it's the same yeah. place. I, w- I was trying to look at it the second time around, and like there'll be some pictures in the background that are changed, but they're all the exact same place. So it's kind of it, yeah, it's kind of funny, yeah. But it, it'll just be like a swap sprite for the or whatever. It's like the same waitress, but a different skin tone or something like that. And it looks like you're in the same restaurant every time. It's just like different colors. Like sometimes it's like brick or whatever. It's yeah, yeah. But the game did get me watching more actual wrestling only on YouTube because I don't have cable. But but I was gonna say if you if you watched uh, Collision, don't don't ruin it for me. I haven't seen the end yet. I've been trying to catch up those with it, little, uh, over over the weekend. Those little, like, I was a little busy. Those story bits and stuff like. As I was watching the actual wrestling show, I was like, they actually did a pretty good job, I think, of capturing the spirit of of those in between segments and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're just kind of goofy and fun. And I saw an older one with uh, Chris Jericho and MJF where they were out to dinner and they were like, "Oh, I love that one!" To, yeah, to get to get steaks. <laughs> who, like, who has the they, rarest? They kept competing yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, who had the rarest steak? Oh, I'll get my medium. Oh, yeah, I'll get my you know rare. Yeah. I'll get my extra rare. And then it broke into a song and dance <laughs> about me and my shadow. Yeah, I thought that was like, funny. This is just yeah. goofy. Yeah, this, it was really funny. Yeah, they're just like, give me the rarest meat. And then they're like, wait a second. Did anybody we, do black we, and blue? They're like, yeah, hey, we, we don't want to eat that. <laughs> you know? They actually did. That's how they That's how they ended it. Yeah, black and blue. Yeah. It, Seems it was like weird. a good wrestling pun after that could happen. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you watched that video that I posted on the Slack, but uh, they've been doing this... Uh, They've been doing this like tag team thing, which Jeremy actually saw the beginning of it when they first picked uh, MJF and, and Adam Cole Bebe to be on the same team. Yeah. And uh, I just love everything they've been doing with that because like Adam Cole is a good guy and MJF's a heel, but they've become like yeah. friends through their through their tag team. And yeah. they've actually been doing these segments where they hang out together and there's a segment where yeah. they like go to Adam Cole's room and they play AEW Fight Forever and that's part of like what yeah. builds their friendship because they become tag team champions in there and they beat FTR who have the titles <laughs> now. And it's funny. And I thought it was right. really cool. Like I would have loved this shit if WCW did it in the nineties with like the 64 games and all that. I was like, that's great. Like, that's awesome. Cause like they they go to a bar and MJF's hook, you know, hitting on girls and all this stuff. And Adam Cole's like with, mm. with Britt Baker. So, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do any of that. And he's like, he's like, I got a crazy idea. Why don't you just come back to my room and play AEW Fight Forever? And he makes fun of him for being like a nerdy video game person or whatever. But then they like bond over it. Yeah. It's great. It was, it was a real fun yeah, segment. Dude, yeah. They actually put out a compilation of all those segments. It's over an hour. I just watched the whole thing the other day. It was all really nice. funny. You can watch, uh, I would say, you can watch some of the YouTube stuff. Like it's it's not, I mean, the matches aren't as good because a lot of it's like local wrestlers. So they're kind of like squash, squash matches. But you can watch like an AEW, um, AEW Elevation and... AW Dark, you can watch those on YouTube, and those are just like hour long oh, YouTube wrestling show shows. It? Yeah, but they won't, and you can kind of see some of the characters that might be famous later, like a like Acclaim. They started on Dark, you know. They were they were YouTube, you know, they were YouTube people before they became huge on the regular show. So that was the first yeah. time I saw them doing. I mean, they did a rap intro. I was like, hey, this, these guys are great. Like I've never seen anything like this. This is unique. Like nobody's ever done a freestyle rap. 
and change it every time you come out as your theme song. Like I was already like on board with them. I was like, oh yeah, this this is cool. Like this is you know. And they're still not in the game. What the fuck? They should be in there. There's a there's there's there was supposed to be some DLC released like last week and it didn't happen. And I guess like there's been there's been like a it's been pushed. I guess it was supposed to come out on like the 25th or something like that. The one of one of the workers from uh, somebody who works in act or not Activision, whatever the Ukes, whatever works with the the development team, is actually in the Discord that I'm that I'm on. So sometimes oh, they'll jump cool. in oh, cool. and, and give people updates and stuff. And they did a whole thing about like the DLC Dang. and what's going you tried on. Tried to get them on the show. I haven't. I guess I haven't asked yet. But uh, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're very. Cool. I'm sure they're very busy. I thought about asking some of the other guys that I ask everyone to be on the show. Trey that I play with. Well, I what? Yeah, I was. I haven't yet. Hey, come on. We had we had guests for like the past three weeks. Really good ones. Star Star was mm-hmm. awesome. She she had so Just much teaching. knowledge on Pikmin. Star. I, I, I really like. I really like some prophecy as well. Yeah, I like that episode a lot. Actually, that was. I thought it came together really good. She was she was an awesome guest. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, who who's your tag team partner that you ended up with in the story mode? Uh, Darby Allen. Okay. And, this, uh, this, couple, would you uh, say? I think on the guys. Would you say like short, short, angry guy with a uh, face paint and a uh, blonde hair? I yep. think it's how you yeah. Yeah. Describe because he asked me over this lack and I didn't know what his name yeah. was. So I said short, angry guy with face paint. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I like Darby Allen. Well, he's a uh, you know he's become like. Him and Sting are like out together all the time. Like they do tag team matches because they both get face paint or whatever. But I mean, Darby Allen's interesting. Like his whole thing is like, I guess he was in a car wreck when he was younger and like he lost his uncle or something like that. And that's why his whole f- has like the half skull because he says that he like died. Half of him died that day or whatever, like when he lost a family member. And I guess he was homeless for a while. He used to sleep in his car. So he, he still sleeps in his car before big matches and stuff like that. Like I, I thought he had an interesting backstory. And plus, if you ever watch him wrestle, like he really like, you know, he, he just puts himself out there he just totally throws him throws his body out of the ring and he's he's all into torturing himself so i respect him as a wrestler that's what i'm saying i, I wasn't really i didn't really know what to think about him as, at first but i've i've grown to like him because he really really puts forth the effort and all that and i think he's I think he's pretty good and i like his, his finishing movie still you and i still haven't played a match he, he, against each other so maybe we gotta do that after the show that'd be fun possibly i have no tvs set up <laughs> that's part i'll, I'll get, set up I'll your, get, I'll get that one first thing <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get to that when we get back to me. I'll I'll explain my my plights with moving and all that. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep playing this game because you know I'm really enjoying it, and you know I keep a folder for for uh, basically the regulars, all the games that I just go to regularly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for a couple minutes of playing this, I just put it right in there because I know I'm going to keep going back to it. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was afraid that it might lose a little bit of its steam. And I've seen people do that where it's like, you know, the, the story mode's short because they want you to go through the story mode multiple times to get different endings and all that. And there's like, uh, I think there's two different characters you can unlock through story mode, which are kind of, one of them is really stupid the way to get it. And I don't want to do that. Like you have to, in order to get the giant, aka Paul White, you have to lose like a bunch of times. It's like, who wants to play story mode and just lose? Like, you just have to just quit over and over and over again. Like, what's the fun of that? You're not actually playing. So I haven't done that yet just because it sounds like a chore. Like, it's, that shouldn't be how you have to unlock somebody. And the Brody Lee thing uh, from Dark Order, you have to you have to do the storyline where Dark Order asks you to join him, and then you'll end up finding Brody Lee, and then you'll get get him unlocked and all that. Okay. And I'm pretty close to get Owen, getting Owen Hart. I have over 100 matches, but he's not unlocked yet. We're on the Discord. We were trying to figure out what the actual number is because it's supposed to be once you do like 100 exhibition matches outside of the story mode, you'll be able to buy him. But some people are saying they didn't get him until like 130. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. But I did. Uh, I mentioned it last week. I don't know if you heard it, John. But there's the trick where if you win, if you win the title 20 times with any character, like mm. the main uh, AEW yeah, title, yeah, you get their gold outfits. Yeah, you get the gold outfits. So I did. So I did that for a couple. 
last time and that and that was fun but i did i just basically did it with myself where i just kept going back and forth and i'd pin him in like a few seconds but i i, I recommend yeah. playing a playing as the characters that are on there because they have really really interesting finishing moves and there's a lot of yeah it's really fun how they let you do them like it's very specific to how the how the moves are being done which i think is really really cool like yeah it's not cookie cutter like if you do orange cassidy you know his his whole persona is kind of unlike yeah he's a slacker almost any other wrestling character oh yeah out yeah. there and, and and but they've tailored his character to that so there's stuff that only he can do like putting his hands in his pockets and you know, kicking the, yeah, the sloth the style and the other guy and all this stuff. Yeah, doing his little slow yeah. kick. Well, what, and yeah, it, so they do a really good job of that. Or there's the other guy. Was it Matt Hardy who blows smoke in the guy's face or something? Oh, uh, somebody Mal- blows Malachi smoke in Black. Face. Malachi Black. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah, and I think there's too. actually a lot of depth. Like, there's I've heard complaints that there's not a lot of uh, options and stuff. And you know, I, I feel that to some degree. I think they're adding stuff. They got the multiplayer mode coming soon, uh, or the the on battle royale mode yeah yeah but i think there's actually a lot of depth to what's already there like there's so many different moves for each character i think every time i play it i'm seeing some some new move mm-hmm. that i didn't see before if you just go through the list of if you know the tutorial mode you see like the list of all different moves you can do like there's just a ton of stuff and i, I think my one i guess my biggest complaint about it is that is that i think there needs to be a better tutorial mode where you're actually coached some yeah, way for sure and uh, maybe like in, in wrestling empire you know you had a, a tutorial where you had a coach and would teach you how to do different stuff um so that was cool but this one the, the tutorial mode is pretty much you're just playing against a bot and you know do whatever you want and feel out the controls and yeah. try stuff there's no no one telling you hey try this and then try that and see how you if you do it this way now you actually perform better or anything like that it really it really needs a better tutorial mode to take you through all the different moves that are actually there mm-hmm. so you're not just kind of left to figure it out for yourself yeah yeah they uh they, they kind of do like william regal like will will tell you like some stuff when you start the mm-hmm. game first but it's very brief and it's and you can easily just skip right through it and not see any of it and not know what it is so that yeah. I, I wish that it had like tutorial modes on the level of like street fighter where you have to actually have to go through the challenge modes and all that to to unlock right. different things like that would be that would be much better and and speaking on like the amount of moves that are in there i really wish you could like search or categorize like what the moves are when you're trying to create your own character because oh my god there are so many fucking moves in there and they, and some oh, of them moves. aren't even called like what they officially are called because of like copyright or whatever so like if you want to find like mm-hmm. even like a ddt or something it's not even called a ddt you have to go through this like list of like 500 moves and just watch them like I'm sure you dealt with this. And it's like when I made my first character, and I've only made two characters, I was like, I was just like looking at all these moves, and I'm like, what? The, this is insane. And like you have all these different options, and and some stuff you can't even unlock until you're in the story mode. Like if you want to do like the jump over the rope, like outside of the ring stuff, or you want to like mm-hmm. you know jump on the ring and come back. Like if you want to do all that shit, you got to unlock it in the story mode. You can't do it like right off the bat while you're creating your character. But yeah, there's like so many different options, and it's just like. Just give me just like yeah. a search or something, or let me just categorize it by hold or something. Like put some sort of, yeah. you know, try to organize this mess somehow. It's, it feel like you're just sending, throwing me 500 moves here to look through. Like let me give me something, you know. To it's, it's yeah. it can be really annoying. I played it with my with my friend Rich, who's actually a, a real life pro wrestler. He runs a league. I've talked about him here uh, in Detroit, and uh, he's enjoyed it. He 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 commented. 
that like one of the matches that we played he's like this is like a legit good wrestling match mm-hmm. like not just for a video game this is actually like it turned out to be like an interesting match with a lot of back and forth me and him were doing a tag team against uh, other two guys and it, it had a lot of ups and downs there was like a good balance to it and then what's cool is that you know actually the the, the the creative wrestler mode you can name your characters so i made and the, the announcer will say the names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They have a pretty good list of the names that, that are pre-recorded. And so for, for myself, uh, I named myself John, and then last name was pre-recorded Narita, a Japanese <laughs> last name. Sure. So <laughs> when I get introduced, it's John Narita. Sounds kind of like my name. Okay, cool. Sure. But then my, my friend, Rich, his wrestling name is Dickie Bronson, and they had Dick and Bronson in there, so... It's kind of like cool. it's kind of like NBA hang time, right? Where they can uh, they have the right. words that are already in there. Where you can put in there, and it'll say right. uh, say who you are. I think mine's like Dynamite Dragon or something like that. It has nothing to do with my name. I just wanted to make it something cool that they would say, like when they came out or whatever that sort of thing. Because my character is what called a uh, Kabuki Demon Man, uh, Kabuki Devil mm-hmm. Man. This is what my creative character is. So, but uh, but but no, the the way the way the um, moves are set up the special moves for different characters are really cool. Like if you know the wrestlers and I said it before, like I'd give it an extra point for sure. in, in review, if you know that the AW wrestlers, cause there, there's some really cool shit you can do. Like, like Hagman Adam page has this, um, has this move buckshot lariat where he, where he like a uh, flips over the ring and then hits the guy. So if you want to do the move, yeah. you get your special up and you go outside of the ring and then you do your special and it'll show you how to do it. Like you press up and then, and press the other the stick and then you'll and then you'll flip over and hit him. And same with like Orange Cassidy, like he has the orange punch where he like jumps and punches you in the face. And you and same thing, you like run up and then you just move the stick and then you punch him. Or like Darby Allen's like a coffin drop, like you can go up to the top rope and then move the stick and then you drop down. Like there's there's all these different ways to do cool things. And I think Ny- Nyla Rose has one also where you like hang him on the hang him on the ropes and you can like jump off the side and do like a kind of like a guillotine with your leg. Like where you kind of like kick mm-hmm. the back of their head and they like flip over. Like there's, there's like so many different special moves. And I loved, I would love if there was like a street fighter type challenge mode thing where you could just go through and just, yeah. I would love to just do all of the special modes of all the characters that are in there. Cause I feel like they've, they've really gone to great lengths to like, to like have the details of the way the characters do their moves and the way they, you know, to make you feel like, that's how you would actually do it. Like, it's not yeah. like it, like you don't just grab the guy and press it and then you'll do the lariat. You actually have to go outside of the ring and jump over the ring. Like you would, like he actually would do in a yeah. match. Yeah. It's like all of the, all the, uh, the proper options are all in the game. They're just a little mixed up sometimes or, or not presented in a clear way. It's all there. It's just like a, it's just like, a, you know, a, a little bit of a mess sometimes, but if you work a little bit, you can figure it out and it, you can have fun with it. Personally, I'd give it an eight out of 10. I, I enjoy it, even though I'm not like a huge AEW fan. I guess I'm getting to be more and more of a fan. But you're interested um, now from playing the game, right? It, yeah, it kind, it kind of made, sure, you, definitely. made you want to yeah. see what it's about. Yeah, I've been watching uh, YouTube videos, wrestling stuff, and you know the algorithm has decided that I love wrestling. So, so now, now I just get all these <laughs> wrestling things nice. all over the place. I got ads for SummerSlam, which is happening this weekend here in Detroit. And, Oh, the, the heavily w- pushed w- to go w- to SummerSlam WWE thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have Peacock, yeah. right? I do. Um, I think so. I got it for free. I think it expired. Okay. Because I was going to uh, say, yeah. you know, if you have Peacock, it's like only five dollars a month, and you can watch all of the WWE pay per views on there if you want to. 
I watched uh, okay. I watched the WrestleMania one where Cody lost to Roman Reigns just because I wanted to see Cody Rhodes again. But uh, but yeah, no, you can watch a bunch of WWE stuff on there if you want. I mean, they're the they're not the better of the federations, but whatever. I was gonna say next next time you're you're at your like uh, sister's house or um, just just go if they have cable or on demand, you can just you can just watch it through that. You can watch Dynamite uh, through on demand or at your parents' house or whatever True. if they have cable. When everybody's asleep, you I just, you thought you just pull, you, you, you just pull up whatever the last uh, episode was and give it a look. I mean, there's like what three shows now on there's there's a Dynamite Rampage and Collision now on Saturday, so that's five hours worth of wrestling that you can watch on cable. Good stuff. Yeah, I had one thought on how they could improve the game, and I got this idea from from Rocket League. You know, just hearing you talk about um, you know different groups and stuff like the inner circle and all that. Well, in Rocket League, you can form a team with other players. Uh, uh, like that'll be your team. So anytime you guys are all on, you've got a, a team with, you know, different stats for that. And, you know, it has your team name under, under your username and all that, but it would be so cool if you could just come up with your own teams and do basically in some official way in the game, like you guys are doing this thing on discord where you're coming up with your own league and setting your rules and all that. Yeah. We have a league of sorts. Actually, I haven't, I haven't played online for a long time just because obviously because no. I'm moving. But yeah, we have like a but, we had like a tournament and now we have a pay-per-view that was where we were supposed to I, I was an opener because I'm one of the worst people cuz I haven't won yet. So I'm 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 okay. I'm the buy-in. I'm at the beginning. <laughs> I'm the shit you can watch for free on YouTube before before you have to pay for it. I think that would take it to a whole other level if they could put that sort of structure in the multiplayer officially mm-hmm. to where you felt like you're Anytime you you jump in, you're actually in the AEW and you're competing for real stakes against other people and you have the option to team up. You can form your own alliances. We could have a Nintendo main alliance. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like That would be awesome if they could bring that into the game officially. Mm-hmm. But I'd use Rocket League as a model for that because they do a pretty good job of team making all that stuff. Was it even Super Mario Strikers had something like that, right? Where you could start your yeah. own group. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love that. Yeah, we already do it. Um, well, we try to. I try to play weekly with some of my uh, with with some of my Discord friends, and I put it on YouTube the last time we did, and they actually texted me this week. But I was like, I I have <laughs> no way. <laughs> everything Life is obligations. Everything is all over the place, and I, I like I said, no TVs, no TVs yet. Everything been moved. Yeah, everything's been moved. I mean, wow. whenever whenever we get to whatever i'm saying i'll tell you about that but no i'm glad you're enjoying it and i'm glad that you got it and i didn't steer you wrong on aw5 forever i think i think it's a great game and i think it's fun like yeah, i said I'm, I'm, I, I think it's fun to just play it. as the characters and you know you should uh you know try to watch some watch some aw stuff if you can uh, if you ever sure. make if you ever make it over here I'll, I'll force it on you like uh like i did to jeremy and many of time many times i'm sure but i have a lot of it because i you know i have digital cable which is pretty great which is great for a place when you just move there and you have no tvs you can watch it on your yeah. tablet or your or your laptop or your phone or whatever and that's basically what i've been doing it's just uh watching a little wrestling here and there to try to keep my mind from unraveling or whatever so <laughs> yeah i've been playing more tears of the kingdom i probably put another i think it's 20 hours or so over the last uh two weeks and i'm getting that that itch again like i feel like i'm back in i think I'd, i needed a month off just to you know there was a couple of good games and stuff that, that i was interested in you know gimmick distracted me and, and AEW. And I'm, I'm glad to be back in tears so actually i'm getting the itch to play it as soon as we get off the show uh i played the pikmin 4 demo with my nephew and that was cool because he really enjoyed it and it's a great game yeah like he got he was getting frustrated that i only got the demo he was like well you should just buy the game you know 
Why don't you just buy the game? You, you should you buy the a, game. It's a good. If you like the demo? Just buy the game. It's a damn good like, game. Just, just go. go to the bank, get some money. <laughs> right. Yep. I, I mean, I, I highly recommend the game. Uh, I heard uh, Star Star said that that she had beat it, or had beat the story mode since since last time, and also sent us some uh, statistics that the Pikmin Four has actually sold like so much. I, I mean, obviously has has done so much yep. better, better on Switch than it did on any other system, which is not. It knocked Zelda off the Japanese charts. Not to be surprised. Yeah, uh, she yep. she sent me just some just some like uh, numbers. It said like Pikmin one ninety thousand first week, Pikmin two one hundred sixty thousand first week, Pikmin three ninety two thousand seven hundred twenty first week, Pikmin four four hundred one thousand eight hundred fifty three in the first week. So that's like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, it's like almost five times uh, of the of the first Pikmin or whatever on GameCube. So obviously there's much there's a much huger install base for Switch, but I'm glad that Pikmin is doing well cuz I cuz I think it's a very good game. That's like the only thing I've I've played very briefly because, you know, life shit, but that's the only thing I've played when I when I did play. I wonder how it compares to uh, the initial sales of Animal Crossing. I know Animal Crossing had the benefit of everybody being locked at home. But still, I think that's the most apt comparison of like a you know C C to B grade Nintendo property getting another big chance on on the Switch. Oh yeah, well I mean it's a yeah just uh, that it's just that it didn't have that universal appeal, and it's never going to be as big as right. as Animal Crossing. But at least Pikmin right. is finally getting looked at because I mean it's I think it's a great series, and it's not you know I think a lot of people get nervous just about the fact that you're. It's very traumatic when you lose these little creatures, and they're like, eh, and they scream, and their little souls come up, and that kind of that kind of bothers a lot of people. <laughs> when you when you, you know stop you, naming your Pikmin, you're just gonna lose them. <laughs> yeah, when you when you bring like a hundred out, and it's one of my favorite things. I put it on back when I used to do more YouTube stuff on my trays, whatever retro revival intro. I have a, a part of that video is just one of those big rolly ones, just rolling over all of my Pikmin yeah. and just killing a hundred in, in two seconds. Like that's, that's, I figure some people had some traumatic experiences with that where it's like, you get, you're like, I got all my Pikmin. I'm ready to go. And then it's just like, and they all die in one hit. And it's like, Ugh. or like in Pikmin two, when like you lose all of your Pikmin and it does this really slow animation, just showing you all of the treasures that you got and how you don't get any of them. It's, it's, it's so mean. It's like this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. And then it's like cross through all of it. And it's like, fuck you, man. You're really fucking twisting the knife on this one. You are irresponsible with Pikmin. Yeah. They really, they want you, they want you to know, we want to let you know how much you fucked up on that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, I got like 30 things and they're all gone. Like, fuck you. Yeah. It was so depressing. Well, I listened to the last two episodes that I wasn't here for. And, you know, Jeremy, I heard that you were playing my friend Pedro. So I'm anxious to talk to you about, about that game. What do you think about my friend Pedro? It was kind of fun. Um, I, yeah only played it that one day for a little while but i liked yep. it is pedro your friend now too pedro's my boss that's another story no it's just maybe one of my bosses for real but, uh uh it's fine i think i you might heard me tell trait it feels more like at first i was kind of comparing it to katana zero a little bit but the more i play of it the more i think it's like its own thing because everything's kind of set up for you to just do this mass kill all along yeah. the line in a kind of like um which I think Katana Zero, you moved in sort of a line like that too, but hmm. it seems like there's a whole lot more uh, massacring to do along the way. A lot of massacring, and it's about it's almost a little bit Dandori. It's, you're trying to massacre in the most efficient way, quickest yeah. way possible. 
Dandori, yeah. That was it the yep. ja- the Japanese word for using little things to put your shit together or whatever. I think they right. claimed it was a Japanese like you get, word or whatever. Like you'll get uh, you know bonus points for doing it faster, doing it uh, with more style, certainly more efficiently. Like I just think that game is is a lot of fun to just run and gun and try and and, and look like a badass. You also compared it to uh, Hotline Miami, which I've only played mm-hmm. a little bit of. You if I had it. So I, I thought that was after comparison in terms of just trying to like blaze through an area and cause as much carnage as you can. Yeah, the but banana I, talking to you is uh is also reminiscent of that because Hotline Miami, you've got these like weird masks that are talking to you that I don't know if they're like chicken to be people or something, right? Manifestations yeah. of your different personalities or something, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the vibe I get. And this it's a banana, so maybe that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can play through the whole thing in probably about five hours or so. I think I my first playthrough I did it in ten, but it's worth it's worth pushing through it and playing to the end because the, the levels get more creative and out there. And, I don't know I just thought it was a it was a fun ride all the way through. So if you play it some more, I'm anxious to talk to you about it. Sure, yeah, I'll let you know. Uh, I mean, I, I've been going through a lot of uh, downloading stuff and deleting it to download more, and uh, mm. I've managed to keep that one on the hard drive because I want to go back to it. So it's there, ready to play. Yeah, that's it for me this week. Should I, uh, do you want to go, or should I talk about, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, so I could try to get it out before uh, we take a break, or do you want to talk about what you've sure. been doing, Jeremy? I'm interested to hear what, what's been going on over there in the world of moving. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So, what have I been doing lately? Um, not playing games very much. Uh, the, the last time I really played game, I played Pikmin 4 while I was editing, and that was nice. I think you would love Pikmin 4, actually, John, because Pikmin is all about organization, and and. It's yeah. you know the Dandori of it. It's about like finding the finding the way to like use your resources in the best way and 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 do you know do your best and especially those Dandori mode that you do in there like and it, when it comes to like trying to get higher medals and stuff like that, it's all about like sending your people to different things and have them all working simultaneous and like you said, spinning plates like like that that's that's a lot of it and the plates are your Pikmin that are going out to do things and you can send your dog to do things as well, which I didn't realize until until Star said it on the podcast last week and I was like fuck I could. I could have my I could have the dog just go out and get shit and then I can take care of everything else for those Dandori battles. Like that would make would make you get like much higher medals on it. But I mean but what I played a Pikmin, I still love it. It's great. It's a for me it feels like the it's the sequel to two, which two is my favorite. So you got the caves back, you know, you, you know, it's more along those lines. Uh, I, I guess I did uh I did I found the rock Pikmin in a cave, so that was cool. Because I, I know eventually you get all of the Pikmin back, and you will have all of the. And this is the first game you have every Pikmin from every game in one game, so I think that's pretty rad. Like you have the flying ones, like the Mario Kart Eight of yeah. Super Smash Brothers <laughs> of Pikmin. Like I haven't got to the purple ones yet; those are always my favorite. But but and I, I've seen videos of the the flying ones. But yeah, the the open the cover of it shows like all the Pikmin standing next to you and Ochi. So it's like here is everyone. So I played that a Everyone little bit. Everyone is here. Yeah. But I did uh, I, I did actually try uh, Pokemon Sleep. I actually have played it. I played it for like three days. I haven't done it recently because shit, you know. But um, no, I tried it out. Uh, it's it's weird. Uh, it's uh, you basically, you know, you turn it on and you basically say like, okay, I'm going to sleep now. And then you put it by your head and you leave, you know, it says make sure and keep your phone plugged in because that's to stay on at all times. And you basically like, you know, keep it on. You turn it upside down, you know, so the screen won't won't like, you know, be too bright in the room or whatever. And uh, it, yep. it, they tell you not to put it under your pillow because it might overheat. I put it under the pillow. It's fine. I don't know where else to put it. I bet it's not that big. But, uh, but you basically keep it there. And it, you know, it like records your sleep, I guess. And you get points mm-hmm. for, 
You yeah. get points for sleeping. You get you you catch Pokemon, quote unquote, while you're sleeping, and uh, you can and you gain like you get these like sleep cookies or whatever they're called, and you can feed the Pokemon and raise their friendship level. I don't know what that means. I just for me, it just I was just it was fun. To, I was like, all right, I want to see some sleep charts or whatever. And it'll be like, hey, uh, you know, they want you to sleep over eight and a half hours. Like, so if you get over eight and a half hours, then you get like a higher rating. Like, if you don't get that much, you'll get lower. So if you want to get like an A or an S or something, you need to sleep over eight and a half hours, which is great because I like to yep. sleep. So it's great. It's the game for me. So, you know, I, don't think I can do that. But it's kind of funny. Uh, it rec- it records you too while you're sleeping. So you'll find that there was a pretty funny one. Like, it'll, if you make yeah, bonus points for farting. If you make noises, it'll record it, and you can listen to it the next day. And they're like a couple second recordings, but they're on there. And I was listening to it, and I played it for Jess, and it was basically it, it was it was recording Jess sneezing and me just like me just like making sleep noises over it. It's pretty hilarious because it's like because it's like a chew, and then I'm like meh meh, and it's like sneeze, and I'm like meh meh meh, sneeze, and I'm like meh meh, and it's just me, it's just me like mumbling, <laughs> it's it's sleep mumbling. It's hilarious. You haven't heard anything like being like burn everything down. Everything like that. <laughs> Your dark personality coming out. No, <laughs> no, like no speech. Just like there's like me coughing. There's like a couple times where like I might have like moved the pillow over it, so it picked up the like you know the sound of the pillow like on. Do the, you ever on hear the cats phone. meowing? No cats meowing yet, but I, I only Dang. used it. I only used it before I completely lost my mind over the move, so I haven't used it in a few days. But yeah. But it, you know it's it's cool for what it is. I, I recommend it's trying a sleep it. Tracker. It's, 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 it's free. Not a new idea. It's, there's tons of them out there. It's a sleep tracker with Pokemon. That's true. Yeah. Veneer on it. But it's a uh, yeah. But if you like Pokemon, you like sleeping. You think uh, they'll ever that. add support for maybe like um, you know a fitness device like a Fitbit or a, that's what I was going to say like, like Apple Watch. Apple Watch to where you don't have to put the thing right by your face while you're sleeping. I think I, I heard there was like some sort of you could get some sort of like. A controller-ish thing that you could put under your uh, under your pillow that's not the phone. It's a subcutaneous I, chip. Yeah, there's some sort of Pokemon. It's like similar to like the Pokemon Ball or whatever that you could get for Pokemon Go, like something like that. But I haven't looked it up. Yeah. I haven't had enough. You know, I've really hadn't had enough care or want or whatever to look up and see what it was. But I heard it on another podcast mentioned it. But I, I mean, it, it's been fun to just fuck around with you know i just wanted i was like well, i want to try this out because i like pokemon and sleeping so hey and it's a yeah and it, it'll tell you like when you were asleep and i think it's pretty accurate like it's it'll say like hey you were awake for about 10 minutes and then you got to the sleep and you were in your slumber mode for whatever amount of time and blah blah, blah. so if you're sleeping with a partner can you engage in like pokemon battles fight each other all night for eight hours <laughs> just while you're sleeping <laughs> i don't know I don't think there's any battling in there that I know of. I don't know. I've only played it like three days, so uh, don't ask me. But I mean, for what it was, I thought it was fun. I mean, it's free. You know, download it, try it out, put it, put it next to your head. And and I guess you can do you can like it. You can have like it make Pokemon noise to you or whatever. That'll help you sleep. I didn't fuck with that because I don't do any of that stuff. It's like but, Pokemon white noise. But it does have like yes, like it'll sound like a snore, like a sleeping Snorlax or whatever. You can have it pay, play like some sort of calming Pokemon type. You know, sleeping, whatever. You hit a button, have Jigglypuff do this thing, just knock you out. Yeah, <laughs> just sing to you or whatever. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't messed with that yet, just because I was like, I don't need that. But I guess they're coming out with a companion app called Pokemon Creep, where you put a track <laughs> by someone else's bedroom. <laughs> oh. Wow, yeah, that shit, nice. got, shit got weird right there. Pokemon Creep, huh? Uh. So why uh, creep? 
Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I did. So I did that for a few days, but mostly, uh, mostly, like I said earlier, new house, who dis. Uh, I've been moving. We moved everything. We moved everything on Saturday, so we're in a house, which is cool. But that's awesome. It's filled with boxes everywhere, and we're just playing the game of trying to figure out where everything is. <laughs> you know, uh, it's There's uh, simulations yeah. of that. At least you're going to do it in real life. Yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, um, me being a terrible packer. I don't know why I didn't do this. Like almost every TV that I packed up, I did not put the power cable to it inside of the box with the TV. So I have all these TVs and I don't know where the fucking power cables are. I'm, I don't know why oh, stupid like and I and I, you know, I made sure to put all of my audio equipment for recording this podcast in one bag so I could find all of it. But I didn't put the power cable for the recorder in there. Like, why not? Like, why that one thing? And then I don't know where it is now. It's like so. Can stupid. I give you one of my top moving tips? Well, I'm not it's planning still, on moving. You're already, again, you're already, you're already in a new place, but yeah. it still applies as you're unpacking things. Invest in a label maker for like thirty bucks. I, ha- I have a label, a label maker. maker. And just, I, I have one. one. Yeah, I used it for my audio. I I used it to label like wireless mics and stuff like that for for jobs. Yeah. I used it on North of the Ten. I used it for that. So, I mean, it's a, I do have a label maker. I just didn't think of using it. I mean, we, you know, we had a Sharpies. We tried to label everything. I just, when it got towards the end there, I didn't label anything. So I have a whole lot of boxes that say nothing on them. Uh, So uh, as you're putting stuff away, like it's, it might be worth it to take the extra time to label all your cords. That's one thing that I've done. Oh, sure. That I've, I've come to appreciate labeling every single cord that I have, especially for all the video games. So I know that this old cord from 20 years ago goes to my Dreamcast. There's no mystery about it. I do. I, I was very specific about my consoles, like of my old school consoles. As I don't know, you can't tell. I if if anybody on the is on the whatever on the Patreon, this is my like TV stand is back here that holds my HD TV. But my other stand isn't set up yet because it's there's a whole bunch of boxes around it and I haven't uncovered it yet. But I did. I do have a box that is just all of my retro consoles. And I also have a box that is all of my handheld. So I did like put all those together. But maybe the plug for my TV is in there too. I don't know. I didn't think about putting the TV plugs like in the same boxes and all that. Even though I thought I would, but whatever. But at least, I mean, I have, you know, I made sure I kept all my, there were specific things. Like I, like I moved all of the audio stuff myself here before we moved. So I know where all that is. Like, so so if I need to work, I know exactly where all that shit is. And I, and also like my, my switch, like I put that in my switch case. Like I have like my dock and the, and the charger and and all that stuff, but I don't have the plugs for the TV. It's like, we did actually find, we found one for the big TV upstairs, like just now, just today. So that one's on but i don't know where any of the plugs are for like the sound bar and the subwoofer and all that stuff so it's like we can listen to it through the tv but it doesn't sound as good you know so it's whatever so it, it's the it's the ultimate struggle of uh trying to find shit while you're moving just pretend like you're playing animal crossing and like turn on animal crossing music while you're unpacking and stuff and it, it'll be fun yeah i need i need pikmin to pick up shit carry it around for me <laughs> but yeah it was uh yeah it was just um yeah, it was a it, it was a day. It it took it took all day. Yeah. Like we both, Jess and I, were both like incredibly exhausted after, and sure, we had just been sleeping for the next like two days just because our ankles and legs and knees and everything were just so just hurt so much. And plus the shitty weather, it was like, really really it was really bad. Like I'm still kind of getting over it. Yeah. Like my my foot was like completely swollen, like from from all of it. Which my you know my ankles are already kind of fucked up, but it's just, it's been rough. How does it's, it... been, it's been rough on both of us. We've just mostly been sleeping whenever we have time to to not <laughs> do whatever. And Justice still yeah. it, it had to go right back into work too, so. How does your move compare to our 
worst move from <laughs> like uh, 20 it, years ago or whatever it's, it's not but it still not, ranks as one of the worst days of my life it's not as bad as that i, I do i do have that okay. to compare it to uh for anybody who doesn't know which is probably anybody listening to this uh john and i we had a stupid idea where we were gonna all really rent, stupid idea i'll, I'll rent one moving truck together and move like four apartments in one day or something like that and it was ended up being we were like, both moving it was like a 24 hour time plus so we just deal. said let's save some money on the truck yeah and we'll just rent one truck and we'll both move <laughs> we'll move both apartments mm-hmm. on the same day and it ended up taking over 24 hours it was horrible well it was multiple apartments right because well it was you it was you and otis together I yeah, we moved was, from I guess a, it, our apartment A to our apartment B, and then your apartment A to your apartment oh, B. Okay, yeah. So your could, apartment B was on your apartment B was on the third level, correct? Yeah, my second. So we went up three <laughs> levels of stairs. That was terrible, and that was the second one it's that awful, we did. Yeah. So we we're doing that at like starting at eleven p.m. That was at the end. Yeah, up. I remember that it oh, took it like terrible. took like five of us to try to get my giant ass TV up there at the end of the night, and I remember I just. Uh, I remember I just passed out. Like when everybody left, yeah. I just I just like pretty much just fell over on my face on the couch and went to sleep. Like because I had no energy whatsoever. Do you still have that TV? No, I gave I gave it away. The big the big yeah. one, the big tube one. Actually, yeah, I gave it away to I gave it away to uh, my friend Lauren a long time ago, and I think it actually doesn't work anymore. So don't worry about it. Oh no, I I don't want it. Yeah. I don't know who would be able to handle that fucking thing. I mean, this was a long time ago. I gave it to, I gave it to Lauren like a long ass time ago, like probably over ten years. That ago little guy you gave time. me is still. I found the remote for. I found the remote for it. If you want a remote for it, I oh found, sure. I found it while I was moving. My old universal remote works with it too. Speak, speaking of fun things, I found while I was moving, and I still have it right here. I found the full script for "Pain Is Love" uh, by John Nitter wow. over here. Cool. <laughs> I saved the whole thing. Still have it, huh? Yeah. It's in like a little folder or whatever. And it says like revisions by John Nitter right around the front. Yeah, it must be 2004 or five. Something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yep. So I found that. That was fun. Our first feature. That was a fun thing to find, which I did lighting on very badly because I'm not a lighting person. But yeah. You were experimenting. Yeah. Well, I you was just, settled into your audio I, role. I didn't, know, I didn't know what I was doing yet. Yeah. You just have to make sure you use the right gels and uh, use the light meter. Yeah. I just, well, I didn't really have any, I didn't really have access to that many lights also it was kind of like you know what do you do didn't really have a kind of just using like photo flood bulbs or whatever oh yeah that's a rookie mistake but how's your place looking because you moved from an apartment to a house so you must have a lot of empty room because you didn't have you didn't have as much stuff at the apartment right i mean i like i like the house so far i mean we have a you know we have a driveway we have a really big driveway we got a really big backyard we have a two-car garage but it's a little tight so we're kind of trying to figure out how to do that specifically how to get both of our cars in there i went i went grocery shopping for the first time in the neighborhood yesterday at the there's a jewel less than a mile away so i went over there that was cool that was you know that was an experience i mean it was it was fine you know it's just nice to see like what's close we have a jewel like within a mile and we have an aldi within a mile like next to us, yeah. And there's actually, um, we got a, we got our, we got our washer and dryer delivered today. I've never lived in a, nice. a place that has a washer and dryer, so that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, that's a game changer. That, that was a big, that was a big that at home. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a basement. This is my, this is my office down here. I'm, I haven't really been down in the basement much, but I wanted to make sure and get this together for this, for this shoot and all that, or this recording. It's a finished basement. Oh yeah, yeah, it's finished. Oh, you still have stuff to do down there, don't you? Though I mean, I'm not finished. You're just gonna have that. That's not <laughs> all the decorations, right? Oh no, I, I'm nowhere near any, anything. Yeah, no, I mean, no, the basement is it's great. Yeah, no, it's it's very nice. There's lots. It's of like a, just have to figure out where to put. Is it, it like it's like halfway above ground, right? Is it one of those kind of like yeah, it's, uh, it's basically hard, like um, yeah, the uh, 
mezzanine basement. I don't know if you can see. Well, this this like this window behind me here. This the the bottom of the window is at ground level. So that's probably what you were you. what you were saying, right? That is what I meant. Yes. So yeah. So if I look over there, I'm I'm level. I'm like right level with the ground. Still getting natural light. Yeah, and there's and there's like a which is nice. There's two big and these windows are they're like kind of deep windows, so you can put you can put a lot of stuff in them. Like in the with other lights. room, I just I kind of just stuck my Coors lights in there, or like my you know my Coors bar lights, and I'll probably put them in the in the basement main room over here once we clear that out of all the boxes. But yeah, it's pretty deep. As of right now, I have like my Metroid Zero Mission box and Tatsunoku versus Capcom and just some other random shit that I had. That I had are you gonna make the office also the a game room or are you gonna still try to just have the, the main living room be the game room i mean the office will be the game i mean it'll be it'll be like how it was before where right the office is also the streaming room like that sort of thing but you can that makes sense you can play games in any room it doesn't have to necessarily be Did you scope out a spot for your mortal Kombat arcade one up <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens with everything else and also i need money i need more jobs so it's been a slow year sport wga as as NSAG. As I've said many times. Fran Drescher. Support them. Yes, Fran Drescher. She's out there. Uh yeah, no, it's just um yeah, it's just been trying to just trying to get everything together. We we uh so we got the washer and dryer today. We also got like this delivery of uh like this internet enhancer or whatever from our new internet company. And the guy who delivered it is actually from the neighborhood and he told me that there's like a there's like a street fest like this weekend. Like right around the corner That's from cool. us. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go check that out. Is it fiber internet? We wanted to get fiber, but it's not. It's like RCN, whatever it's called. But it's it's decent. It's like one G, like whatever this internet enhancer thing. It's called like mm-hmm. home whole home or whatever. It basically you put two sensors on both sides of your house and it creates like this big bubble that that will make everything. Anyway, I, I, know, I noticed a made major difference when we when we got it. Like just did as well because we put we put one of them in their office in the back. And I noticed that it was double the speed. I did a speed test, and it was showing it twice as high as it was the first time I tested it when there were no no in, oh, so there are no devices. Back to so, work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they started Monday today. No, yesterday. Whatever day it is, started Monday. So it was like yeah. And our uh, our moving was took a long time because we had so much shit that we we hired movers, but we had so much shit that we fired that we filled the truck in its entirety. So they had to take the truck over here and take everything out and then come back. And get the rest. So it ended up taking a lot longer than we thought, and it cost quite a bit amount of money. And did they charge you more for the second trip? They probably did. I mean, they charge they charge you hourly, so it was a lot higher than we thought. Oh, okay. But, you know, whatever. We made it through. It was it was a really it was a rough. We went what was it? It went from like eight a.m. to like it was like a twelve hour thing. I think. I think we finally after we finally went back and got the rest of the shit like the food or whatever. I think we were done at like eight p.m. So it was like a twelve hour. Plus about thing. like the injuries you might have saved yourself or the the yeah. shit your if friends helped you out that they might have gotten hurt or like yeah. Right. I don't know. I think about like in particular. I was thinking of like yeah, like older family members wanting to help move. It's like no, mm-hmm. please don't do that anymore. You're you're done with that. Yeah, I think you can you can enlist your friends to help move until you're like thirty, yeah. maybe thirty five. After that, it's like it's a it's a it's a big ask for everybody. And Unless they offer feel it the next day. And, yeah, that's yeah. Well, we yeah, we, I mean, we didn't want to we didn't want to do any of that, but uh, but I was gonna say I don't think she listens to it, but shout out to Caroline for. She was there the whole time, and she totally like carried a bunch of shit for us, and it was really awesome. Nice. awesome. We wouldn't have yeah, been able to do it. Sense. We wouldn't she's, have been able to do it without her. Like, really, she, she's a human of action. She totally like, uh, yeah. 
uh, yeah, she she carried a lot of shit for us and added an extra car for stuff. And she loaded my car with a bunch of shit and loaded Jess's car with a bunch of shit. And she helped me take a bunch of posters off the wall and, and pack boxes or whatever. And What a lovely friend. A lot of it was my fault, too, because I was just completely overwhelmed and I was not done with putting stuff in boxes like on Saturday. And it was just well, taking so, out the posters, a nightmare so much with shit, getting, like the tack off of them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Some of them have sticky tack on them, too. Yeah, they're that old. But a lot of it was like just pulling all the nails out of the wall and stuff like that because i had like so many toys stuck on the wall and there were like nails for every toy so like there's like 100 nails like on the wall and did you do any yeah. filming of like once you move everything out what it looked like no <laughs> well i mean you i don't was know. like did you cut together a video with green day time of your life as you were actually <laughs> the apartment no did conan I, cry i guess i guess it would make sense because that song was it was like a joke right it wasn't actually about like that's what people. Well, it's really, literally called "Good Riddance." Yeah. yeah, that's what people don't know. It's like a joke song written about like a manager or something that quit that they hated, and everybody uses it for their fucking high school video. You know, like it's span. It's it's like defines our life or whatever. And I was like, no, it was just a joke song. So yeah, I guess it would have worked in that way. <laughs> you know, but whatever. Yeah, we're we're here thankfully, and I it's nice. I like I like I like the house. We're just trying to get everything together. You know, figure out figure out where everything is, like all of our kitchen shit and all of our whatever our clothes and. You know, trying to put everything back together. Get some tomatoes and stuff growing in the garden before the season's over. Yeah, we're not we're not there yet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's mostly just like trying to figure out all this box shit and find and figure out where all the power cables are for everything. Which, <laughs> like I said, uh, it's stupid. I don't know where they are. But I am actually uh, speaking of arcade games. My mom is actually going to give me our old pong machine, so I will have an arcade game here. Oh, that's oh cool. sweet! And that's one of those old. Pong, have... That's one of those old pong. Yeah. those floor pongs with the uh, with the, di- with the top, dials. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like yeah, it cool. would look like a coffee table. And uh, yeah, we had it. Yeah. My, my dad won it. My dad won it in a contest like years ago at a bar or something. Like, and and, and I've always had it. and We always played with it like for as long as I can remember as a kid. And it has yeah, it's pong, but there's like you know there's different modes. There's like there's like tennis that just has the two, and then there's like soccer that has more more paddles more like moving things you can you and there's like hockey is one of them that has like a goal where it can i always thought that was cool because the ball goes behind it behind the goal and it's like, so like makes, a, makes this noise behind jungle it king it is around. joe's that's what i was gonna ask yeah yeah no i'm not getting jungle king that's joe's that's too bad. yeah i mean we that thing, although that, that, that thing's that huge the, more fun. the pong is a little more manageable because it's not that big and like i said it's kind of like a coffee and table. like it's a two-player game and yeah, and last time, last time I turned it on, it was a little messed up. So like the the screen was a little off, like where the you know, so it might be kind of because it's like a it's like a t yeah. it's like a tube TV in there that's like flipped, you know, it's like that old right of an arcade thing. But it was it, it's something I've played with for as long as I can remember, you know. So it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. So see if you get that thing online. <laughs> yeah, I can't play I can't play that online, but it'll, it'll be cool to have it around whenever we have a a basement that we can do stuff in but i can yeah i think that's i think that's i think i said enough i don't know i didn't uh i think i talked enough about that i, I mean maybe can... you can give us a, a visual tour when things are a little more settled in or whatever but i am anxious to see everything is place. just everything is just yeah. boxes everywhere now yeah it's just chaos i'm sure yeah it's it's, it's what, what else is your neighborhood like i mean you said the, the jewel is nearby but like i don't know, give us a idea of what your neighborhood is like is it more suburban or no i mean uh, well i mean i'm we're we're in the south side so uh we're like if you're familiar with like the way that chicago streets uh operate we're kind of like more on the hundreds of uh so like so like Sox stadium is like 35th is like where the white Sox play 
So if you think about that, it's just like it goes the higher number you go, the souther you go. And we're almost, okay, I, can picture I think it goes to like, because we looked at a place that was at like 135th and that was almost out of Chicago. That was like on the edge, you know, so, so we're kind of, we're farther down towards the, you know, but it's, it's like, right, you know, it's closer to both of you. It's like more off of the interstate. And all well, you said so. it's pretty close off 57. So it's right next. It's we're, we're right convenient. next 57. Yeah. It's right. It's right about where 57 and 94 meet, I guess. Very nice. But it, I mean, it's a, uh, when we, when we went to, to do our title and all that stuff, uh, I just like went up the street and just turned on Kedzie and we just drove north and there was just all these really cool stuff that we saw. There's a comic book store like right around the corner that I want to go to at some point called Alternate Reality. And they have, uh, this is like a major Chicago thing. I don't know if anybody knows this, but but Sven Gulli, they have the Sven Gulli coffin like in their in their door there, like in the window. Like the coffin that he okay. that he gets in during the show and all that, and I thought that was really cool because I was a big fan of Sven Gulli back in the day. Sven Gulli back back when I had a uh, back when I had uh, cable or when, or when I had time to watch it on. Actually, I used to work I used to work at a laundromat and I would just watch Sven Gulli on Saturday nights. I'd turn all the TVs to Sven Gulli so I could watch it wherever I was at. So when I was doing Wash and Fold, I would watch Sven Gulli. And that was my Saturday night. And it was fun. And I kind of turned me on to it. And I, I met the guy a couple times. I got pictures with him and all that. And he goes to a bunch of conventions. And he's fun. He plays. He you plays dressed as him once. I did, yeah. In, in in Lincoln at your house. I fa- I packed that hat, that stupid top hat that I got for that. It's uh, it's in there. But yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. So that was, uh, it was cool that they had that. I was, uh, I mentioned it before. I was, I was, I was uh, threatening to buy it. To Jess, I was like, I'm going to get that coffin. Have you used put it every single the bathroom? Oh yeah, of course I have. I've used every. I would have, like go from bathroom to bathroom. We have three bathrooms, and I've used all of them. Of course I have. I mean, why not? Got one for number ones, we one for number three. twos, and one for number threes. Yep. We have we have one bath. We have one bathtub downstairs, and I did take a bath yesterday. It's a really, oh, so you still like baths, even though you can shower now. It's a really tiny ass. Yeah, I like bathtub baths. I mean, Jess is a big bath person, so kind of turned me on to it. But it's nice. I'm more beyond. Put on a, you know, get set your set your tab set your tablet up. You can watch some wrestling while you're by candlelight. You know, while you, while you sit in the bathtub with some with some bath salts. It's nice. Eat some bonbons and slim jims. It really helped. Uh, really help. I mean, it helps when your ankles are super swollen. Like that's Hell yeah, uh, that's a big thing. It's that's a tiny. Nice. It's a tiny ass tub, but it it you know it was there was enough there. It was enough for parts of me to be in water. So there you go. But we're planning, I and mean, we'll probably get a new tub at some point, but whenever that is. It's on the list of things that we'll get eventually. It's not at the mercy of a landlord. You can do it whenever you can get around to it now. Yeah, I'm finally out of the abusive relationship of uh, having a landlord, so I'm pretty excited of being away from that. I officially told them today that I've moved out and I'm gone. Don't have to deal with their antics anymore. Please don't contact nice. me again. We don't have to deal with possible rent hikes or threatening to throw us out or any of that shit. We're on a mortgage now. No rent and hikes for us. Pretty cool. So it is pretty cool. That's a that's a nice thing. But yeah, do you want to take a break and then we come back and talk about news and Jeremy stuff? Sounds good. Cool. Cool.
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! All right, we're back from the break. Um, what have you been doing, Jeremy? Well, lately I've been playing just PlayStation 5. Um, I still kind of on a budget, uh, going on vacation this week, actually, leaving tomorrow. Oh, where are you going? Or Branson, Missouri. We're getting, we out of cabin down there uh, with the whole off Shauna's family, I guess my future family, and uh, we're hanging out and uh, going to go to some mus- amusement parks, maybe a cave, maybe the lake. There's a lot of cool caves down time. there. Well, I don't know where yeah. Branson is exactly, but we would always go to like Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri, and there's a ton of cool caves. Right oh, there. yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, I've never been down to the, to this part of the. I've never been to Branson or whatever. So you know, of course, I've heard a lot about it being like a kind of like a midwestern Vegas as far as like the reviews and stuff, or maybe a little bit like Nashville in its own way. But I don't know if we're gonna watch any of that kind of stuff. I don't know if we're. I think we are actually going to a show, but I can't remember what it is. But we're gonna go to Silver Dollar City which is Dollywood. We went last year. That is a former Silver Dollar City, so kind of got a feel for that. Originally, I don't know like what that is. Confederate Silver Dollar themed. City. I think I did go to Silver Dollar City. It started out as like a Confederate-themed... Isn't it kind of like a Six Flags? Like Civil of? War history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started out more with a lot more like the, you know, Disney's rides used to be all about Americana and, you know, whatever his version of American <laughs> history was and stuff. So Silver Dollar City is all just Song of the South. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Well, it was. It was. Because, I mean, Dolly would used to have, like, Dolly used to have, like, Dolly's Dixie Stampede or whatever. Like, I think they changed the name of it or whatever. But it's just like, it's like you just put a buzzword on your on yourself and, you know, back in the day you could market, like, oh, we want to go learn about the Civil War and the South will rise again at this amusement park. Yay. So, um, 
All right, so it so it is so I did go here. I, I went here on like some church trip when I was a kid. Okay, I did go to Silver Dollar City, and there's a ride called Fire in the Hole, and it's kind of like one of those enclosed dark rides, like sort of like um, oh yeah, you know, like the Disney place. ones where like you go on like mm-hmm. Peter Pan or whatever. And I love that. I watched Defunct Land. And, and I love that ride. Way. If you, yeah, if, I watched that too. If yeah. you can, uh, if you can go to Fire in the Hole, like do it like that. That ride was awesome when I was a teenager, and I actually have these sunglasses still from Silver Dollar City. I found them while I was moving. They basically look like Batman glasses, but they're actually from Silver Dollar City. They're from some cool. bat-related ride or something like that. But Fire in the Hole, I always remember that one because it was so cool. And you get a little wet at one point, obviously, because there's a fire and you get hit by water. But if it's there, go yeah, on, go sense. on it and tell me if it's still cool because I thought it was the coolest thing ever when I went there when I was like 16 or whatever. No, there was a there was a ride at a uh, Dollywood where you like go up and then like a bunch of flames fly at you. So I mean, if it's similar to that, I'd... yeah. But, no, I'll tell you all about it. But it's in it's in Bron- uh, it's in Bronson. I just I just looked it up. It does. I mean, I don't know if it still exists. Bronson, or... Missouri. <laughs> you yes. just made the Charles Simpsons Bronson. joke. Yeah. <laughs> Remember they went to Branson, Missouri. Oh, he went to Bronson, Missouri. <laughs> Branson. Yeah, I don't know. Or Charles Bronson. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bronson, right? Uh, so otherwise, like, you know, this week, so yeah, I've been sticking to the PS5. I do plan on getting Pikmin eventually. I think that I'll play it. I'm hopefully I will have played it by the end of the year. So it could be part of my, uh, you know, be in contention for my games of the year. But right now I am really just kind of leaning into Slime Rancher and Witcher 3. That's the ones I like right now. And so I played a lot more Slime Rancher this week. And I think as of last week, when I was speaking to you and Star Trey, I, uh, had just like kind of crossed a threshold where I was about to start being able to do more. And so that's what I did this week. I built like a bunch of new like devices to extract new resources. Now I can build uh transportation. That's what I said, transportation. Now I can transport around and get places quicker with uh well, I can't yet, but I can do that with items. So I can send items quickly from one side of the island to the other. And one of the big things about the game is it's it, it severely limits how much you can only carry a certain amount of a thing and you can't have multiple slots of that thing. So you can only carry 50 of any one item at a time, which is really annoying, but it's part of the gameplay. They want you to use these transportation devices, transportation devices to move things around the island and kind of build your own like system of commerce, which is what I'm still kind of doing, but yeah, I really like it. It's fun. Uh, I've, I looked at my uh, time. I've played over 35 hours of it. So if that gives any sort of indicator of how much I like this game, you know, it's right up there with like those games that just sucked me in like Harvest Moon or not Harvest Moon. I'm like Stardew Valley and, uh, and Forager come to mind. The Slime Rancher game. Yeah. Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher is great. There's a sequel, I guess. I didn't know that. There is. Yeah. I didn't hear so, anything about fuck. it, but there is a second one. Yeah. Slime, slime harder, scary. ranch harder. Yeah, called. I was talking to one of my coworkers about it today, uh, uh, Lex, and he was telling me that he also gets sucked into this game, and pun intended, I guess, because it's kind of what you're doing. You're just like sucking things up and spitting them out with your little vacuum gun. It's a fun game. I like it. It it scratches special itches that I have in my brain. But yeah, talking about Witcher Three, which I've crossed the twenty hour mark. I did a lot this week. In fact, I finally beat that quest that I've been stuck on since. I bought it on the Switch over two years ago, which was turning the botchling into a lubricant, if you remember that. The, the baby thing? Yeah, so right. it's there's this whole, like, I don't, I can't remember whether or not this, I don't think it was in the show, was it? I don't know, I never saw it. I can't remember. Oh, you didn't watch any of the Netflix show? No. Oh, okay, well then never mind. But uh, basically there's this, there's this uh, uh, Duke guy, 
or a baron and you know he's kind of a shitty dude and he's drunk all the time and he's looking for his wife and his daughter that like left the castle like comes to find out he had like gotten into a drunken argument with his wife and she ended up falling down some stairs turns out she was pregnant this game gets really dark at times and she had you know a miscarriage while he was like passed out drunk and then they they leave but they leave the body of the you know whatever's left behind and so he was like ashamed and he just had this like crazy hangover and he's like i don't know what to do and so he like buried it out in like the garden or something and because he didn't do a ceremony there's like a curse that can happen where it turns into a monster and that's basically it. you have to go through this process to turn it into like a peaceful monster so it's not mad at you anymore by giving it like a proper burial and naming it you have to bury it under the threshold of the house to protect it and just all this crazy i, I like, remember i remember that part i mean i did like that part like if you watched uh, if you watched the video i made of like my top whatever games of that year yeah. i put footage from that part of the game in there in in the in the edit so that was like yeah. I, I did really like that part with the ghosts and i played through that i think i streamed it so there's i'm in the corner or whatever and i thought and i thought i thought that one was really was was a cool part of it i've been going around i've been trying to like because i because i figured out pretty quick you know the second time trying to start it up that you have to do side quests because you're not going to be able to just grind in this game that's not how this game works uh, it's really hard to get experience points through battle. Like they just, the payoff isn't worth it. So at least not as of now, the best way to get experience points is to do the side quests. So I've been doing like side quests like crazy. And as a result, I've been getting a really like story rich experience, which this game's got really, really good exposition. Um, you know, all the characters have a lot of backstory to them. Like all the characters you interact with the most have like, you know a history in this world and like people know who they are and you know like their legend precedes them like one of the people i met which is tris marigold she's one of the love interests in this game because there's like relationship stuff in it and it turns out she's so like she's been around you know she's a sorceress they've she's been around for a while and like to the point where like little girls had dolls made of her because they like thought she was so pretty and they thought she was cool but now there's like this new there's this invasion of nilfgaard and they're like persecuting all the witches and killing witches and witchers are not witches that's there's something else but uh, anybody who uses magic is kind of witcher right which is they're humans that have been mutated to be like Whatever in between humans is. and witches and they're kind of like werewolves and vampires at the same time too you can you can date tris right isn't that one of the dates? Yeah, so people? you can date. Yeah. You can either date Triss or you can date uh, Yin. And I don't know whether or not you can date this other hot sorceress I just met, who's named Kira. First time you meet her, she's topless. So yeah, they just really kind of throw that at you. In fact, it seems like any character in this game that's worth having exposition about, there has to be a sexy bathtub scene. So anybody who saw even, the show, even Geralt. Yeah, I remember the yeah. the sexy bathtub thing of girls with his feet out. The sexy bathtub thing is just—it's a theme, and you know, you walk, you 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 locate this sorceress through, you know, like people in the town telling you where she is. You find her, and she's literally like taking a bath. Like what? She knew she knew he was coming. She did that on purpose because I guess they have a history in the stories. So, um, and yeah, I saw some video game boobs. I was like, this is kind of cool. I haven't seen that since like. Grand Theft Auto or uh, God of War, probably. Since God of War, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo system, no less. No, this is on PS. Well, this is on PS Five. Oh, but, yeah, but, but, you on PS Five? Okay. But yeah. but it would. I, I imagine it would also be on the. But I saw, I saw the video <laughs> game boobies on on uh, 
on Switch because I played it on Switch, so it's there. Mm-hmm. Switch has it all, so all of it. Even though, I, yeah, I heard there's a newer upgrade that makes it better-ish, I guess, but whatever. Well, I might actually boot it up for on vacation because I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it. Otherwise, I might try to play it a little bit more on the, the Switch. We'll see. Um, I will tell you, like, gaining levels in this game, it's really slow-moving, uh, and then all the quests have, like, a recommended level, and I was just like, how am I supposed to actually be at the right level to do any of these things? And turns out, just do all the side quests. You see somebody has side quests, just go do it. You're going to get more story out of it. A lot of times it's going to give you more exposition on other main quests you're doing. And uh, it might actually lead you to even more quests that can give you more experience. So I highly recommend if anyone's playing this game, don't just try to like rush forward because you're not going to do very well if you don't. like the, the battle system is not super complicated, but it's unique to this game. So you have to learn a whole new thing and, and, and how the upgrades work. And you know I've been unlocking certain slots that I can put things in and I'm getting like a better idea of how the upgrade system works as well but I still haven't figured out like the alchemy system and all this that's supposedly supposed to make a lot of the battles easier and I don't even understand that because there's so many tutorials I think I just gotta like dig but in the meantime like I'll, I'll plug headphones and because the PS5 controller is just like the PS4 it's got the little actual like uh eighth inch jack on it and and plug the, your and, headphones and, and the in. Wii U Wii U had it too oh yeah that's true yeah, and I'll just plug I, my I miss I miss that and... where you can just plug it right into the controller and then you don't yeah and you can just have it in your head. You know, I do recall Shauna walking in on me playing this last week and just being like, "Oh well, after you know, she say like after watching me play Death Stranding, it just looks so much worse." But the more I play it, the more I'm just like really getting into the stylized nature of the graphics and 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 the the mood of the world and um, just how authentic it feels to like well the show which is like the third iteration of this stuff or maybe even the fourth because they've done like comics so i i saw it like after it had been processed all the all these times so going back to the games like taking a step back and getting more exposition for the story that i saw in the shows and maybe it'll lead me to playing the older games or even reading the books eventually <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know how accessible witcher one and two are i'm sure they're not on playstation well Plus. supposedly there's like a there's some comics you can read to like get up to speed for three i haven't done that but they should have put it at that the beginning part of the game, like, like what they yeah. did with uh. Well, they did what they did that for Mass Effect two and three. Well, they did it for Mass Effect two on PlayStation because Mass Effect one wasn't on PlayStation. So, and I played Mass Effect two all the way through on PS three, and it starts off with an interactive, basically an interactive comic that you can do, and you go through all the events of one, and whatever you choose gets brought into the game that you play later. And they did the same thing on the Wii U version of Mass Effect three, which I also played. Had like an interactive comic for one and two that you could choose whatever you did. But uh, uh, on the side quests of Witcher th- Witcher Three, it was always known. It was you know it it was a big deal that they made their side quests so important. You know, like it, I felt like it was kind of revolutionary for video games, like how much how important their side quests were in those games. So and they're fun too. Like you don't really know what you're getting into. Yeah, they're they're all pretty unique from each other so far. You could you could even say that like Xenoblade Chronicles Three, one of the best games of all time was heavily influenced by Witcher 3 because they made their side quests incredibly important and yeah i mean they, i'll yeah. say that they were they were totally influenced but, by Witcher 3 where like every every quest say, seemed Witcher just, just influenced as influenced by Xeno as well like older Xeno games maybe yeah i don't know i mean well i mean i'll say Witcher 3 was definitely before Xeno 3 you know the map's small the world map's pretty small from what i'm gathering and uh but it's very like well populated and there's a lot of environmental storytelling and i'm really finding this to be you know kind of a happy medium at least for me between elden ring and zelda like it's really kind of got elements of both 
in in the sense of being an open world game, but you know, not being exactly like one or the other, but kind of having a lot of elements of both to to where I like. I mean, I like playing it. You know, it's got the dodge button that Elden Ring has, and I'm getting better at using that. It's absolutely necessary for boss fights. Um, I fought one of the wild hunts, so I must be making some sort of progress. I've actually like encountered the wild hunt, which are like kind of the white walkers of this story. Just kind of what I've gathered and. Let's see what else. Oh, uh, ray tracing. I've actually noticed like ray tracing looks pretty cool at times. I don't know why you need it all the time, but you know, if I've been walking towards, if I'm walking like into or out of a forest right as the sun's rising or setting and I'm facing the right direction, it's a pretty striking effect. It looks cool. <laughs> it looks really cool, but I don't know. It's like, I'll I make a point to appreciate it, but otherwise, eventually, it's just going to get like muddled into the experience, and and I'm just like doing it for the story, really. And uh, it's it's a great game. I really hope that I finish it by the end of the year. It came with the two. I have the expansions as well, so uh, maybe I'll eventually be oh, yeah, like blood and wine, a and switcher aficionado. Whenever the one was, I mean, I, I I think you'll finish it. I mean, you really you really like the Netflix show and. And and you yeah. know I've I've heard Cat Bailey like talk so much about Witcher Three and how it was like the best game of the generation or whatever on X. Well, that's a big God. reason so why think, too. Uh, like hearing so much about it on X of the Blood God. Um, yeah, that's high praise. If they're, they're yeah. saying it's great, and uh, and I, I just I remember I, you know listening to them for so long, they kept being like, "Can't wait for that Witcher Three PS5 version to come out." And so yeah, it's out. I can play it. I'm doing it now, and it's probably you know the best way to play it right now. Other than I guess. Similarly, I guess a high performance PC would work as well. That's kind of what the PS5 is. I know. I know the game is on sale right now uh, for the Switch. If any, if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to play it on Switch, I think it's like twenty bucks or something like that for Witcher Three. And they've done and they've done a lot of upgrades to it to try to make it better. It'll be interesting if you do if you do play it while you're while you're out on vacation. You can come back and tell us tell us what it's like. I will. And uh, the other thing I'm maybe going to try because I don't know if we have Wi-Fi there or not. But I did actually get a LAN cable long enough to plug my PS5 into the the router, which I haven't done yet. It oh, actually yeah, has you, you got to do it. You got to. I'm gonna do remote it. Remote play. And yep. if there's Wi-Fi in our cabin, I'm gonna try my damnedest to play Witcher on my laptop. And I don't think there's cross save between Steam and the PS5, unfortunately. But if I can, then I'll I'll talk about it. Yeah. No. Actually, well. Yeah. Yeah. Plug your plug your PS5 into the into the router and. uh to crossplay over Wi-Fi and it'll change your life. Trust me, I, I did it. I played a lot of Yakuza Zero in Indiana. It was wonderful. If I if if we lived closer, I would totally lend you my my uh, whatever it's called, the thing that attaches backbone. to the phone, the backbone. Yeah, and you can play it on there. Well, That's I don't cool. need to do that because with my because um, I can actually just use that bootleg PS4 controller I have with your PC, laptop, and it'll work just fine. Yeah, it's just it's just more portable. The only, you know, mm. I, I, it, it feels like a mini switch. You know, I, that's what I liked about it a lot. It's like a switch light light. You know, it's like it's smaller. I guess the last thing I would have mentioned, it's not something I need to uh, talk about a lot about. But uh, I saw there's a new season of Takeshi's Castle on um, Takashi's. Take- I don't know if I'm saying it right on uh, Amazon. Tak- Takeshi and, uh, probably right because the pronunciation's yeah. like at the top. I would think or Takeshi right. Yeah. They they say they like it's all in um subtitles so yeah they're speaking in Japanese and I would think Takeshi because there's a there, there's a wrestler on AEW who's from New Japan Pro Wrestling I'm sure you as your friends you know whenever you saw the name in, in a video game credit that said like Takeshita like take yeah. Shita right uh, you pronounce that Takeshita because there's a wrestler named Takeshita and I just learned that from wrestling but so I would think that Takeshi would be like pronounced similar i think so yeah there's the yeah. director beat takeshi too that's how he says his name and there's takeshi 69 no, i'm just kidding 
but uh i uh i really like the show i mean i knew what it was already going into it but i don't know did just, you talk about the show on here before i don't it's i don't so recall dumb. the show what is it to get you so it's a uh, so it's a bit like um I'd say it's like a you know the extreme Japanese version of Double Dare to an extent, but like it's like a oh, okay. battle royale oh, yeah. kind of thing. I did see some. So stuff the very about the very that. first yeah. thing like you do is you have to like cross this wall. There's this big wall that's the first thing. But anyway, they've been doing it for like thirty something years now, and there's like almost this... like um, they've almost got like the American Gladiator type. Okay, I see. people that interfere with and stuff, and then there's this whole like story behind it where they're actually like. The contestants are actually trying to conquer the castle by defeating different fortresses and stuff like that. And so it's like, just, was that what was that Nickelodeon show with the with Olmec? A little bit like Temple, that. Yeah. Legends like that. of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, Double Dare. But this is more just like total no holds barred, crazy. Everybody's just running at once. They eliminate a bunch of people in the beginning. It seems like they can make like they can give like little spirit awards and stuff sometimes if people can't pass. A, if nobody passes a certain challenge, they kind of have to because the challenges are so hard and they keep making them harder. Like, uh, I think it's like the, uh, uh, there's one where you're like hopping basically on the lily pads across a, a pond. And that's probably like the most famous Takeshi game. Like you've probably seen it on YouTube before or whatever. And, um, and everybody fails that one. It's very rare for someone to get through that one. So they always just kind of like find a way to like push some people past that thingy but usually by the end i think in in 34 years they said only three people have actually gotten all the way to the end oh, so yeah, like so a lot I mean, of the it's kind of like the ninja just, whatever right yeah yeah like it's nobody, a bit like that yeah. um there's a lot of like different angles of them like biffing when they like hit their face and like fling out sometimes they'll just cry they won't like talk to the commentator afterwards they'll cry because they'll like do a little interview with them afterwards you know there's like groups of friends or like in this particular episode, there was like some people that had been in the very first episode of it that were back for this one. And they were like kind of doing like a back and forth of showing like how they did on a challenge before. And there was, there was one person who literally failed in the exact place at the exact same way in the future. Like the layout had changed, but it's still like watching the two videos together. It was crazy how similar they were 34 years apart. And uh, I don't know. It's cool. It's a cool show. It's, in between, there's these commentators that are basically just shitting on the show. They're like, "This show's so stupid! Like, <laughs> all these skits that we do are are idiotic, and like, why are we even here? Like, I, it's maybe not quite to that extent, but they're just kind of like shitting on like the writing of the show and the skits and stuff. And then it'll go back to the show, and it's just it's all over the place. It's chaotic. It's super like if you're ADD, you're gonna love it because it doesn't. You're not watching any one thing for more than like. 30 seconds at a time before it switches to something else. And uh, and what, there's certain like trials. Once, you know, you get down to like 15 to 20 people, you'll actually individually see each person run through them, but they'll still kind of jump cut and stuff. If people are like failing rapidly, they'll like make a jump, like a, you know, a, a montage of all the people that failed rapidly or whatever, and just show the ones who did the best or the teams that did the best. And it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I think it's just mindless entertainment, like at its best. I appreciate it, and I I want to play. I want to compete. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like Wipeout or whatever it was called, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all all influenced by uh, American Gladiators, which I did watch all of that documentary and enjoyed, I thought enjoyed it. Did American Gladiators pre- precede that? Pre- precede what the Ninja Challenge or whatever? Because it started. I think it started in eighty six. Yeah, I so I don't know, know what your I don't know what your American Gladiators started, but this show started in eighty six. I mean, they were on they were on for a lot longer than I thought they were. Like they had, yeah. I think American Gladiators was like eighty-seven or eighty-eight. It was pretty close, if not. Uh, no, according to IMDb, American Gladiators started in eighty-nine. 
I think a lot of our game shows are it's the ver- it's the reverse that are inspired by Japanese stuff, especially like probably the physical challenge type stuff that from Double Dare. Like that's all. Yeah, I feel like that I was pioneered it. in Japan, and um, and then like Jeopardy and stuff. That's from Canada because they're boring. <laughs> I like Jeopardy. I do too. I, I'm just joking. It's funny. But no, I, I know Alex Trebek hosted a quiz show there that was like proto Jeopardy. Alex Trebek. That became Jeopardy in the U.S., but it was like there was like a Canadian version, just like there's a Canadian version of SNL before SNL happened. Called SD, SCTV. I thought that was from Chicago, or no? Nope, it's wait, Canadian. No, 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 Lord no. Wait, Michaels. no, that's Second City TV. That's from Chicago. SCTV. Yeah, Second City is a Chicago institution, but SCTV was made in Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it's it took all, the it's like, yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, had to do with um, yeah, just because of Second City. It's like uh, John Candy's on it was like originally. Yeah, on no, I've and, seen uh, I've seen stuff yeah. about it. Yeah, what's his name? Eugene was it Lundy, before? Was it before Harris. SNL or was it like? I think it was. It, it was before it, SNL. It was it really okay? Oh wait, you know what? You might be right. It might be like concurrent with SNL. Yeah, I think it was concurrent. Yeah, essentially. I mean, one became before the other, obviously. But, but some people came yeah. from that show too. Yeah, SNL. And one of them like is, John Candy. Uh, and one of them is worth watching still. The SCTV one. Yep. I mean, well, SNL isn't even on anymore because of the WGA strike. Hey, yeah. Get it back again. And because of that, we didn't get to see a Barbenheimer sketch. Oh man. I mean, who who the fuck cares that that show has been funny in decades? So, <laughs> so really, honestly, the the yeah, it's the 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 news section has always been the funniest part of the day. Or what do they call it? Weekend update. It's always the best part of that show. Yeah, it's still have a good. A segment every once in a while. I could skit every once in a while. Maybe, maybe one. I don't know. I watched uh, what was it? I I watched the one that Abby Plaza was in on just out of curiosity because I think she's great, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I mean, all of that shit is terrible. Like most. Well, they had a lot of the good. I mean, she was fine, but it was, left. but it was like, I, I, I mean, season. yeah, they lost. They left when in '96. Like seriously, I don't know. Oh, no, no, there were some good. <laughs> I don't know. There's some people I really liked, and they all kind of left at the same time. Like. Kyle and Beck, which were both like YouTubers. That, yeah, I like those guys. And then, uh, and then I like really like Melissa Via Senor. Like I thought she was an awesome impressionist. Yeah, she's cool, and she's hilarious. But like she left. Eddie Bryant, Chicago person. Yeah, Eddie Bryant is hilarious. I'm not as big of a fan of what's her face, uh, Kate McKinnon, but I know she's like she's like the Will oh, Ferrell yeah. of our generation. I think, and a lot of yeah, she's funny. So. She can be. Annoying. She's just kind of like uh, I watched the Barbie movie this past week and. Both Lucky. her and Will Ferrell are in it, and that's when I was just like, "Oh wow, that's they're totally very similar types of like characters." Just, I, I like yeah. from a different perspective. Did Did you like Did you like the movie? Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. I really want to though. I didn't. Yeah, I'd like to see it too. I didn't think it was that great, but really, whatever. fucking Greta Gerwig, man, she's a Oscar nominated. Noah Baumbach too. Yeah, she's cool. It's got a, it's got a crazy track record. I don't know. Like I I thought Greta Gerwig was amazing and. Like well, I mean, I, I like her as an actor. Well, she she also was in um, she was in a Todd Solondz movie. She was in that fucking uh, Wiener Dog movie that we saw. Like just oh. that Justin yeah. and I saw. She took over for uh, for what was it? Don Wiener. She became the new Don Wiener uh, for um, from like uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse or whatever. The but I, I've been following her for a long time, and I think she's incredible. Like I, I loved the, I thought um, Lady Bird was really good that that she did, and I, and I thought that like um. The, that was the movie was, about um, LBJ's wife, right? Uh, and, and, and oh yeah, and it, it, it's and it's, <laughs> it's it's not about the dog. It's it's not about the dog from a King in the Hill. I know that's what everybody thinks <laughs> automatically that it's that's about Lady Bird the dog, but no, 
No, Lady Bird was really good. And what was it? Well, that's the, what uh, she's named after. Uh, little Little like, Women. She did. She did a Little Women movie also, which I thought was done. No, I know. Done and really I know well. Really good things so, about that. And uh, when she was in White Noise, that was a Noah Baumbach thing. Well, they're like married now, but so here's the thing about the Barbie movie. But I, I just, I'm just saying she has away. a great track record, and I was I wasn't really the target audience it. for that movie. Just like, and I don't mean that like I said that about Mario being a kids movie. That's not the case. I think I think if I were if I grew up playing with Barbies, I would have a. I think I would have enjoyed the movie more. There's a lot of like fan service and stuff. Oh well, sure, I, I mean yes, there should like. be right. And uh, and they really did do a, a good job of being like, they're just here. We don't know the origin. They're just kind of here. They got their own spot, you know. Like and the like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, upon second watching, I might. But like I said to Sean after he watched, I was like, I went in with zero expectations because it's a movie based off of a you know it's like when i went to watch the transformers movie that was a movie made off of a toy because the toy was made the the show was made to sell a toy sure and then they made a movie based on the show and in a way that's kind of what the barbie movie is but i know it's bigger than that but at the same time fucking mattel is right there like Oh yeah, Mattel. Shows yeah. Really no, they, like, yeah, they're they're gonna like, do they're gonna do their own like Mattel connected universe or whatever. They they already said that. So but, so it's right. Yeah. So to me, it was fine, but you know, do um, a Hot Wheels. I, I was thinking that like obviously yeah. they do all kinds of boy to, boy based movies. Like we got like I'm not even gonna come out here and be like, no, we had a Barbie movie. Why don't we have a Hot Wheels movie? No, the only reason I'm saying it is because of the McDonald's Happy Meal. They had the, you can either the Barbie toy or the Hot Wheels toy. So let's do a companion movie of Hot Wheels to the Barbie, and I'm all about that because I'm gonna know more about like the old Hot Wheels and stuff because I collected those when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. and then I'll think that movie's amazing because it's got all these things I understand in it. I'm excited for them to to actually go ahead and do the He-Man movie because I mean that's been in the works for a long time and surely What's, that's what about the next Dolph? One. About what? Everybody forgot about Dolph. It's Dolph. Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, Dolph. Dolph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, no, I I don't I don't give a shit about like you know pushing the toys or whatever. I want to see it because yeah. of like the feminism of it. That's what I'm there for. Sure, and, and, and and yeah, that, that's what I care about. Like, I don't really care that it's showing Barbie toys or whatever. And it's I do, tur- and I do, I do, I do like that it's pissing off conservatives because uh, anything that does that, that's funny to watch in, in my book. Yeah. Where like it well, just made me want to see it, it more when Piers Morgan gets on and rants about it. And well, Jordan Peterson just just like burned Barbie dolls and cried for like forty three minutes or something like that in a YouTube thing, which I'm not going to watch that because it's going to make me somebody did like put a another shit version of that. It was like, no, no, that was, that was I think Barbie for forty minutes yeah. on Pornhub. I think it was Ben Shapiro. I don't know if Jordan Peterson did, but I know Ben Shapiro did. That. Oh, maybe it's that Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. Maybe, maybe it's ben Shapiro. I don't know. They they yeah. blur together in my mind. It's maybe it's they're both part of Prager U, which is they both suck. Gonna get to do curriculum in Florida public schools now. Yay! They both suck. I, I sort of got into an argument with my sister about about Barbie, like uh, because uh, she's turned conservative somewhat. Red pilled. It's really. It, I mean, it it really bothers me that like that. It's like, oh my god, Barbie is so conservative because it's. Or, or that Barbie is so political because it's like because it's about 
feminism like that since when does since when did human rights become political like since trump or whatever bullshit like it just pisses me off you know it's like oh my god no it's always been political like it's, it's like it's like oh like so yeah so so saying that women are real way. people or, or the argument or, that are, something is too like political or, or should be as equal to us as that's political exist. now it's like come on that's just a deflection, a deflection yeah. To, yeah. to avoid a conversation if something exactly. says something's too political. Yeah. I, I, That's I, like I, saying, I don't want to think. Stop making me think about something. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned it. I mentioned it because I wanted to see it while I was there. We didn't get to see it, unfortunately. But I do want to see it, but we kind of got into it a little bit. But I was just like... I, I think was you like, might was, enjoy it more as like... I was a like, Greta Gerwig is a damn good director. Like, don't and fucking say shit against her. And her and all that. To me, it was like... I was told Sean I went in with zero expectations, but by the same token, I I couldn't help it. Like everybody I worked with had gone to see the movie, and they yeah. wore pink. They went. To, I wore pink too, by the way. I, I saw I the picture. Yeah, nice shorts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I I looked fantastic. If I do say so myself, so did Shauna. I mean, Shauna looked way better than me. Like, come on. I would have to just wear my uh, Red Hot Valentine's shirt. I think that's the only pink thing that I have. No, I have a pink Pokemon. I didn't think I had that. pink stuff. I was able to cobble together a very 80s looking pink outfit that looked pretty cool. Oh. And uh, well, it had a lot to do with my Ned Flanders outfit because I had a pink polo mm-hmm. that needed so, a yeah. sweater. Getting yeah. off a little pink Ned Flanders vibes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't have a good time, like go into the movie with my with my boo having a little date night we went and had we got sushi burritos before which was pretty good at the uh, kung fu tea spot it's like a korean that's good restaurant slash bubble tea spot in town and uh went and got some sushi burritos and then went and uh, saw the barbie movie i was like i feel so la getting a sushi burrito before we go see the barbie movie mm-hmm. so like it, hey it was, i mean it was pretty fun there's a ton of sushi burritos here I mean, there's a. I know. There's that sushi, it was just there's that like sushi taco thematic. place that that we would go to all the time over in. Well, Soul Park, Taco really probably good. right. Like Korean tacos are really good. No, so I, I love the fusion of Asian. It was in and Hakor too so is what it was. It's they had yeah. they had a uh, sushi tacos that are really really good. The sushi burrito was just a giant sushi roll, like. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just like a customized sushi roll wrapped in nori, like. That you eat like a burrito. I mean, we have a place like we have a chain like here called just sushi burritos. That's like what it's called, and they were okay. It was dope though. the the um, The other one is better. I always like it to get some tamago and some crab sticks. You know, you know how it goes, spicy tuna. Sure, I think good on Greta Gerwig for for trying to you know to take this movie that was inevitable the barbie movie you know produced by mattel they wanted to make this thing to push their toy line and i love that she she made has it about created something. something where she put in something important you know and, there's and i some, think there's definitely some fourth wall breaking into i heard there's some mad right. some mad monologues in there that really make you think about the patriot yeah the monologues are what i'm like the monologues yeah. are actually what kind of turned me off not because I love not mon- because I, love, I, love a good I didn't think, but I wasn't expecting to see it in a Barbie movie. Like I thought we were gonna like get some Hot Wheels in there. You know? I mean, I what did you what, what did you think? I mean, did you think it was gonna be like a just completely empty experience, like with just let's place these toys yes. close to the camera? Like I don't I don't want that though. Like it just the but fact I the fact that I heard much... that that she was directing it, that Greta Gerwig was directing. It, I was like, oh, this is gonna I be guess... actually a good movie. It's gonna be a piece of but shit if thing. it's just a straight. I want you to Barbie see it. Movie. I want you to see it, and I want to have like a legitimate conversation about it. I'm coming entirely per- from the perspective of 
I went in there with zero expectations. I knew there was some like merit to the director. And of course, like I had read some interviews with actors that were in it and stuff. And they do have a trans, you know, there's a trans female that plays one of the Barbies. And that's fucking cool because they don't even acknowledge that. I just found that out later. So that's fucking cool. So like there's a lot of great progressive stuff happening in the background. But as far as the actual like presentation of the movie itself, me going as just a viewer of a movie, not trying to pick it apart like I'm making a review about it or whatever. I just I think I wasn't going in there with a critical mind in the sense of like, what can I get from this? Like in a like a social way, like what does this mean? in this moment in history what does this director mean by this i kind of went in there with like i just want to see a bunch of like toys from my childhood in the 80s and oh i didn't see as much of that because it was very barbie centric (laughs) and so yes i was disappointed as just a fucking consumer sure i wouldn't at the same time when shot what like i went in there and i sat down and i was the first person to sit down in the theater you know we went to a late show on a sunday which you know there weren't a lot of people there but I went and I sat down. A couple other people came in and sat down. And then when Shauna walked in, people were like, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. And I just like, it was it was something else, you know. As far as a cultural event, that's cool. I like that. That everybody was yeah. saying hi, Barbie, to each other, you know. And I, I like that. That was it, cute. I like that it cool. beat Mario it, for the opening. Exactly. And people were talking to each other in the movie theater. Like, why would you do that? Unless you were like at an experience and not just a movie. So. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of going back and forth here, but as as a consumer, just as a movie viewer, I just didn't like the movie that much. I thought it wasn't that great of a movie. Is there value to it? And maybe I'm going to regret saying that later. I don't know. Probably not. But still, there is value to it as who the target audience is or what they can infer from it. And for me, it was I saw that Hot Wheels movie. Why don't they ever make movies about boy stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like 99.9% of everything else. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm more interested in a Barbie movie than any fucking He-Man no, movie you'll, or Harvey you'll really movie like or whatever it. Like else. The, it deals with like the surreal nature of things really well early on in the movie. Therefore, you're kind of expecting anything. I mean, but bar, the, I mean, the Barbie including like the a, fourth wall being broken multiple times. Yeah, it was a huge... I mean, I, whatever. It was, you know, it was like the first like whatever female centered toy or whatever like I, i'm very i'm super excited to see it if i if we ever have time to go see a movie i would l- love to see it do you like rita perlman from cheers, cheers. yeah uh danny devito's wife yeah 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 she was in star wars also cool. or she was in the mandalorian you'll like this movie but yeah i like yeah i like her she's an important character in this movie that's cool yeah she's great but yeah bring it back to cheers Anybody else see oppenheimer i gotta mention <laughs> nope. did you i see saw it, it and, you know I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot. You got real depressed. You got real depressed. No, I just saw Oppenheimer. So I want to see it, but I uh, probably will wait till it comes out because on tape or whatever. I'd say go to the theater. It's it's worth it. So you can watch it in IMAX. See the biggest. I did. I did watch it in IMAX. I guess there's only twenty theaters in the entire United States in IMAX. Yeah. Can you? Were you in a good spot where you can see all of it? I always hated IMAX so much because most of the time I was in a bad I hate IMAX. seat and I can't see all of it. And I was like, "Why is? What is the fucking point of this? Like, it's like so stupid. It. Like you, it's like what? So you can look everywhere, but you miss like most of it. Like I don't know. I, I never liked IMAX. 
personally. I like it in like a museum scenario. Yeah. Like they put it to good use in those regards, but as far as yeah. but I really don't, yeah, I really don't care. I was yeah. uh I was on the other side of the Barbenheimer, but I I I saw I, it, I was in the second row and so yeah, I was a little too close, but it wasn't like painfully close. The theater was you know, pretty well designed. So that most of the seats were good seats. But I, I I felt like it gained something, especially with that movie, especially in the moment of, you know, the explosion and everything. Like it it did add something, I think, being there in the theater with a gigantic screen. Like it's a moment of like dread. It's not it's a moment of awe, like in the worst sense, and having it be humongous. I think made it all the more impactful. So I, I would vote to see it in IMAX, and and I think don't wait to see it on video. It's it's worth going to the theater for. But I enjoyed it. It's a breezy three hours. It's a three hour movie, but it felt like maybe two fifteen. Mm. You know, I mean, I mean you said Tetris was it. breezy too. <laughs> that 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 felt like ten hours. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just giving you a hard time. Sure. <laughs> but I'll say like Oppenheimer. It uh, jumps back and forth between different uh, eras, and the editing is fantastic. The editing, like, deftly handles, I think it's like three or four different eras throughout time, and it's constantly going back and forth, back and forth, like a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies do. But it never gets confusing, and um, that editing style just makes it all feel very smooth and efficient. And Yeah, I think it's one of, people are saying it's one of the best movies of all time. I, I don't know that that's True, but I think it's worthy of that conversation. At he, least, it's it's really really good. I mean, people say that about any mo- any new movie that comes out. It seems yeah. like that anything that has anything around it. I don't know. Wait, wait a couple months. But it then, takes a then, big and complicated subject and handles it extremely well, and everybody's on their A game throughout in all corners of the movie. I, I do think it's pretty cool that we that the, between the three of us, we have we have all touched the different sides of the Triforce of uh, of Pick Benheimer weekend. Yep, because I got because I got <laughs> Pikmin. I got Pikmin four. You went to Barbie and you went to Oppenheimer. So, or Oppenheimer. So we so we we touched the the three corners of it. Honestly, when I saw that there was three of them there, I was like, well, obviously I'm the Pikmin part of this Pikminheimer or whatever you want to call it. I also want to like full disclosure. I did play with Barbies when I was a kid, but it was just like if they were around, but I didn't yep. understand like. So I don't want to be like go out on a limb and be like I never played with Barbies. I totally played with Barbies. Like, yeah, I did. If too. I, I was had hanging two out sisters. with people who had Barbies, yeah, I would totally play too. with them. So uh, yeah, I got. A I didn't. I, I didn't like, know they're like. I don't know. I didn't know about their different outfits and all that. I didn't understand all that stuff. I remember for Christmas, was, or maybe it was Easter or something. But I got a Ken one year, so that was my my Barbie. I had a Ken. Mm-hmm. Action figures are just dolls with a different name. Right. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, well, they used to come out with a uh, for a while there. They were doing uh, Barbie ornaments, and I actually would buy yep. them for my mom every year. So I bought I bought her like the original Barbie, like the original striped swimsuit Barbie, which I'm sure you saw in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to because that is the first Barbie that ever existed. So I'm familiar with them because I would like when I was a teenager, I would buy my mom the new Barbie ornament every year because my mom had Barbies as a kid, and that was you know was like a bonding thing and. And so I so I'm familiar with some of them through that them and actually before we moved uh, we took some of Jess's old toys to Toy de Jure and I sold a Barbie doll to to Toy de Jure to Toy de Jure that was Jess's and he's like yeah I'll sell this in like two minutes because you know wow because Barbie you know Barbie how did they feel about selling their Barbie they were fine with it no it was a box of stuff that uh, 
that that Jess wasn't really interested in. It was just like take this to Toy Digger and see if they want any of it. Gotcha. And, they, and they bought they bought a good amount of it, you know. And he paid me for it. I was like, I'll donate it to you. But he's like, Well, I'll make money off it for us. Aww. So here's some cash. It wasn't a whole lot, but you know, we wanted to send in some shit. And Jess had some troll dolls in there, yeah, which friends. which makes me think that I should because I got a ton of troll dolls at my mom's house. I was like, I need to bring all those over there and just drop them off at Toy Digger and be like, Here, take these. Really? You should save them for when you go play bingo. Uh yeah no I I don't need any of those troll dolls but uh but yeah let's um let's just run through let's just run through the news here news 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 news, news. don't snooze or you miss the news it was a big week for Double Dragon so Double Dragon Gaiden came out this week which I uh, got like a I think I saw a six out of ten from Nintendo Life uh that, that was lukewarm on this and I think I'm still lukewarm on it I don't um, like I don't like the art style I, it looks weird it doesn't I don't look, like the art style yeah like I don't think it's Dragon that gritty game. enough. I mean, it, it looks does, too generic. Um, it looks, know, it, it should looks be, really. It does uh, not look at all like any of the other games. Like from what I, no, it's yeah. It's it. It looks like a. I don't know. It kind of looks like a cell phone game or something. You know, like it, it looks like a cell phone game. I don't like the. Bit, yeah. yeah, I don't like the way it looks. It doesn't. It doesn't feel. I don't know. Like looking at it doesn't make me think like, oh, this is Double Dragon. Like it looks. I don't know. It looks wrong. Yeah, it should look like something that you found on like an old beat up VHS tape in an alley or like a you know a B action <laughs> movie from the eighties. That's the vibe that I want from Double Dragon. Two guys going out to kick some ass and take names, and I don't want it to look kind of kind of cartoony and bubblegum, which is what this looks like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I'll keep it on my wish list and I'll get it if it's ever on sale for like five dollars or something. I'm sure it will be, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not excited about it. Um, it's kind of unfortunate because I love Double Dragon, and to me, that's always going to be the the quintessential beat 'em up game. I I, I, I did want to I did want to mention one thing about Barbenheimer. Uh, this is just like they need a promotion. Whatever. Uh, th- there's a video game podcast called the Vigi Game Apocalypse. Uh, it's a Laser yep. Time thing. They did an episode, basically a Barbenheimer episode, where they did the top five best video games that were released on the same day. And it was pretty awesome. So if you have some time, listen to it. I thought it was I it out. was a thing that I thought about doing about our, on our expansion pack, but it would be a blatant ripoff of what they do. But you could say that some of our top fives might be might have been inspired by their stuff. But, but yeah, anyway, listen to their Barbenheimer episode. It's pretty cool. They talk about the top five games that were released on the same day that were very different from each other. And there's some cool stuff in there. But on the flip side of the Double Dragon, the other coin, one, yeah, this looks pretty cool. Is Double Dragon Collection? I'm excited about this. Great, uh, yeah. So it, it includes Super Double Dragon, Double Dragon Advance, the initial Double Dragon uh, number two, number three, and the number four, which which sucks. Uh, I'm gonna ignore that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's also inclu- it's included in there at least, so it's not it's included. Your, you're not so, paying. Yeah, you can uh, all see how much it sucks. It's it's too bad. It's, I was thinking about why I don't like it today. It's just like that. They they made it you know it's it's in the NES style it looks like an NES game, and it's made for modern TVs so it's on wide in a widescreen orientation. But they did nothing with all that extra space. It looks like a it's just uh, this big empty space with these little NES characters walking around. There's not even like any interesting obstacles or not that many like you know special like moments that are often put into beat em up games just to spice them up like oh, here's a car you can destroy or something like that you know nothing like that it's like it's like big and empty and and doesn't take advantage of the potential so that's why you should uh uh skip double dragon four or just play it um with uh with that in mind 
it's not a good game. It, it's but, kind of, it's, uh, kind of other, weird. It's, it's weird that Double Dragon Neon isn't in there because that one was was highly yeah, was highly I mean, acclaimed. That was a way forward thing, and I played that one. That's also I, available on the Switch already, though. Yeah, I was gonna so say I that. Think, well, actually, a lot of these are uh, interestingly. So, uh, so Double yeah. Dragon One and Two are already on Nintendo Switch Online. Double Dragon Four mm-hmm. is as well. Um, but the the main the main ones. Uh, Definitely, Super Double Dragon, which I love. That was a Super Nintendo game. I think that yeah. one's very, very good, and I think everybody should get this just to play that game. But also a Super yeah. Double uh, a Double Dragon Advance. But what's interesting yeah. is you can buy both of those separately, like, and not even get the collection. You, just you buy the collection, you buy both of those yeah. separately. And the, that's and the, cool. The other major, I mean, they're probably yeah. figuring that there's a lot of people who own since these are available on the Switch in different uh, separate forms. Bunch of people own those already, and they don't want to get the whole collection again. Cool, they they service those people in that way. Exactly, that's, that's but cool. I, but I think the other one that's kind of major that isn't available, which should be available as a separate thing, is Double Dragon Three, which is not great. I mean, I yeah. I got it. I have the hard as fuck. I have the yeah. cartridge of it because I'm such a big fan of Double Dragon One and Two, and it was a disappointment. Yeah, because it's hard as fuck. Because you have to defeat bosses that become your extra lives. So you only have like one live, and then you get and you get a game over. But you have to get to a certain point, and you will use the characters that you recruit as you're going through it. Yeah. I think I got farther on a game genie or something. And it's an interesting idea, yeah. but I don't feel like it actually worked well. But it's cool that it's on there because I would love to Hopefully just fuck around with it on on Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited for this collection. I didn't see when when it comes Me out. I forgot too. to put the link in here. Hopefully it comes out soon. I think I didn't mention it uh, with the moving. I think that Pikmin 4 is the last game that I'll ever buy in my existence, or at least for a while. <laughs> Speaking of not having money, I, was, I felt like when uh, after I bought Pikmin 4 and did all the house shit, I'm like, that's the last game I will ever buy until East 10 comes out. I'll find a way. I'll, I'll panhandle what I have to do. I'll do whatever I can to get, to get that out there. But speaking of that, I don't know if it's on the news yet, but or on the news for the file, whatever. Um, you know the ease is getting a tabletop RPG. I think that's pretty awesome. Yes, I think it is. I just ease and uh, and and trails. And, and, yeah, the other game, trails. Yeah, yeah, a, trails yeah the, cold um, steel. Yeah, trail. Well, there's yeah. multiple. You know, there's trails in the sky, and there's trails of cold steel, and there's trails from Azure, and there's all these different things. It's like it's like tales, but with an R. Same thing. But no, I, I, the tabletop ease RPG is intriguing to me because I love those games. The, the, if you want to play it tabletop, it need, you need to have it come with a CD or a record that you can just put on the background that just has crazy like metal, just like nah, 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 just like going in the back. Like, because if you want to like really feel ease, you need that amazing fucking thrash metal going on in the background that'll just you know like that 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 Sunshine Coastline song from Ease Eight. I still think is one of the best video game songs ever. Like that. If you want to feel, like you're interested in picking up these games. I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very curious about the Ease one because I, I really, I fell in love with that series big time. So, I mean, I could, I think Ease Eight is one of the best Switch games. Well, definitely, definitely the best Switch action RPG there is on there. But no, yeah, no, I'm def, I'm, I'm, I want to see what they do with it. I'm really curious. Yeah, because I really like that world. What do you guys think about this rumor with the, uh, uh, it's saying that Nintendo is targeting 2024 for the next gen console. Sure. I think it sounds. I mean, it sounds about right. I think, I think it sounds could, reasonable, could right? That. I mean, yeah, think, seven years after the console came out, yeah, sure, there's probably gonna be a new one. Yeah, I was gonna say, think right. about it. Yeah, start in 2017 and then 2024. Yeah, it's like almost like, are they gonna wait till 2027? And it's like 10 years. Like it's seems like a good enough time to me. I, I, I mean, like I feel like some of the snippets of what people maybe have 2025, said, just because it's a nice round number. 
Yeah. Well, it'd be another odd, is be another odd number, number, I guess. But I mean, from from what you've heard from talking to like Bowser to what Doug Bowser and all that, it's, it it kind of felt like that maybe they had a, even though they've had no trouble selling the Switch, but maybe they feel a little bit of a fire under their belly that's like, well, maybe we should. Yeah, they, they maybe we need to make it, another thing. It, you know, I mean, the thing is that PlayStation Five and Xbox are no longer in short supply, so True. we're in the full swing and. You know, time to. It'd be a good opportunity for them by twenty twenty four. Maybe maybe the bit of the heat around PS five and Xbox being available will die down, and that's a good good spot for Nintendo to jump in and and you know piggyback on the success of the Switch. So this is all coming from uh, Video Games Chronicle, and they they've said sources have told them that key development partners we, we have, have, have dev kits. Yeah, no, dev kits are the important part. Sources. And that 2024 is the launch window. I'm going to say half. this. I'll, I will say this on the website. If it's not next year, it'll be next the year after or the year after. Right. I'll say Are you sh- you're correct well, on old that. Claims. <laughs> I just, I, if, if that's not true, I will eat a sandwich. It's it's like it's like high stakes, bold claims. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're all about here. We're we're like the seven day Adventists here, right? They were the ones who like predicted the end of the world multiple times. Where it's like, no, it didn't happen this year, but it's happened next year. I swear. And they kept doing that for like the next five or six years. <laughs> Someone on the show predicted something last week, though, which I yeah, was kind of insane. No, uh, you know, a, a star. Uh, she said that um, w- was talking about um, Dead by Daylight, and I and then I saw that. Yeah. Well, she was saying that, that that they wasn't she saying that like they wouldn't have or they thought they wouldn't do Alien because the Xenomorphs might be too strong or something like that. Yeah. But here we are, there it is, like boom. It counts Alien as a <laughs> the thought, it the thought crossed her mind, and she said it. And yeah, it, it was in the it was in the universe. So she yeah she figured it out and just uh, said it outright. And thank you for that. Which means Predators next. I mean, they they seem to be covering everything. So who knows? Like uh, anybody could be in there. Uh, I thought it, there was a new trailer for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, which I thought was interesting. Like, well, it's like, here's a new character, but here's also a new game. I guess yeah. All-Star Brawl 1 did pretty well. I bought it on sale, and it yeah. was fun for a week or whatever. And I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting they're doing a whole other one. Like, good on good on them, I guess. More SpongeBob I, shit. It's interesting choice versus just keeping adding characters and improving the initial right. game. Which I mean, means I guess maybe, works, maybe this is developed many? for the next-gen console market first. And then Maybe so. Reported. You know how many Nickelodeon kart racers are there, and all that. You know. <laughs> how many Nickelodeon characters are there? Like, who's like, yeah. there's, Zora, the, she in there yet? there's at least like two or three of the kart racers on the eShop. I've seen them. I've seen them. They go on sale a lot. So that's why now. I wanted to mention this game because uh, IGN had a, had a hands-on preview of of Leica Aged Through Blood, which was something that was mentioned in, I think, I believe it was mentioned in a previous direct. So I, I, this looks familiar to me, but. Watching this hands-on preview made me want this game. And they seem to be really high on it, too. It's Leica Aged Through Blood. It's a Metroidvania. It's like a Metroidvania mixed with Trials. Remember the, the motorcycle game where you do all the I've been playing that stuff? this week. I forgot to Jer- mention Jeremy does. I've actually been playing that. Jeremy on, remembers on, that uh, game. The PS5 this week. This yeah. week. You said it last yeah, week. You, you talked about it last week, too, didn't you? Yeah. So. yeah, you mentioned Trials. But well, yeah, Maybe this game would be of interest. Yeah. Did you see anything about this? Because it looks really cool. When it's I hear like I think of the uh, the first dog that went to outer space that died in space it was like a Laika a Russian dog. Oh yeah, she's in uh, oh, wow. she's in Guardians of the Galaxy three, and they actually made it the correct gender or whatever. There's a yeah, it's a, what what was it? It's whatever. Uh, people were giving uh, James Gunn a hard time for that. 
because I guess because the dog was a was a dude in the comic, but he's like, but I made it a girl because the actual dog was a girl. So fuck you. He proved it. Yeah. Check out this video of of, uh, of Leica Age Through Blood if you haven't seen it already. It's um you know cute animal characters, but the the story, as they say in the IGN preview, is like has like depth and emotion and and there's a lot of uh, a lot of blood. It's very bloody. It has like serious tone to it, and they're doing flips and stuff on the motorcycle and and adding gunplay into the mix to a trial style game. Actually, now that I think about it, is reminding me in some ways of. Uh, my friend Pedro just liked the freewheeling gunplay. It, it looks really, really cool. I'm sold on this game. I'm going to get this. Nice. We'll get to it. Do it. Do we want to mention the 8-bit mechanical keyboard? Because I'm actually... Looks kind of, cool. I'm actually kind of interested. We should mention yeah, that. I'm surprised style. it took him this long to do it. To be honest, like... We think about be, those two giant red action buttons. It's like yeah. they tried to make an NES-style keyboard, but then it was like, what do we do with the B and A buttons? Well we'll just make them huge and have them sit next to the keyboard. So it becomes an accessibility controller. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm interested. I don't know if I would ever make it my you know my home keyboard, but I think it'd be cool for something like typing of the dead or sure. A game like that. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, a laptop guy, but if I ever were to get a desktop, I would get this as a keyboard. I cool. say you don't you can be a laptop guy and still have you can still add a keyboard on True. your laptop or something. Whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, sea of Stars is like gold now, which is cool. I, I supported them on, kick, on Kickstarter. So, and but I think it's still not coming out to the end of September, right? This is what the actual no, August. date of it. Or oh, August. Yep. Regardless, I never played the demo, but I will get the game whenever it comes out, and that's what's important. So. So soon, about it's that. within the month. It's also going to be available on uh, Game Pass and PS Plus at the same time, which is yep. the first game to do that. Yeah, so uh, um, so one of you can uh, get it through that. Jeremy can <laughs> through uh, PlayStation yep. Plus, and I can get it through. I already it. supported them, so hooray! Well, yeah, uh, we will see. What is Nintendo Main somewhere in the game? Uh, yeah, and there's like a there's like a cemetery. We where, died, right? Where there's different. Uh, yeah, there's uh, yeah, there, there's like there's like a cemetery that you go to. Where uh, where there's a bunch of you can put your name on there if you support it. So yeah, it, our name is in there. So I, I guess there's going to be a lot of gravestones, but look through all of them. You can yeah, we're it. in the game. Not a big deal. That's pretty cool. I, I just want to say on 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 the Nintendo main being in the game. I've been curious all this time if that would fly. You know, we have Nintendo in our names. It's being published on a Nintendo system. Nobody like, tried to shut us down yet. Yeah. I mean, if you really want, yeah, if you cool. if you really want your if, U- if you want your YouTube slash. Uh, podcast to get shut down uh try licensed music that's uh, the quickest way to get you shut down of anything um what was it uh we i put x gonna give it to you onto uh a drunk monday uh whatever um honey darling podcast that jess and i did and that destroyed our whole show it was completely pulled from yep. the internet because of that song so uh yeah, yeah. If, if you want to get your shit if you taken off slow death change your name to put, x put a, put uh yeah put license stuff on there they will come for you they will find you dmx or whatever. I know that's not DMX. If you build the X, they will take it down. Yeah. I just watched. I was just watching wrestling earlier, and I saw CM Punk spray X on a on a on his belt, and I was like, "How is nobody memeing this?" You know, it's like, a, this is, oh yeah, he's like, so "This was my favorite letter, letter since '97." <laughs> like, all right, dude, whatever. I know. I I, 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 I have a love hate relationship with that guy, even though I saw him on Milwaukee last week. It was crazy. I have a love. It, it, I I mean. He annoys me because he wins all the time, but also he can really 
he's got great mic presence. Can't deny that. But yeah, um, is there anything else you want to say? This there's a, there's a new Splatfest happening. Money, fame, or love? It's like, is like is anybody like if you don't say love, like is it, I mean you're gonna lose friends, right? If you go for money or money. fame, like it's like what? Uh, Just say money. Everything else falls into place. Yeah. I mean, money is kind of what you need, I guess. I feel like everyone who says, uh, and I think Jess said this, but anybody who says. You have money, but like you can share the money. You're going to get friends if you do. It's like the only people who say they don't need money are the rich people. I think Jess said that. It's like the people are like, oh, you never need money. It's like, well, that's everyone who's. Use that money to help other folks. Has like generational wealth or whatever. Family. And don't ever have to worry about it. But yeah. All right. Let's uh, get out of here. All right. (laughs) It makes me so sad looking at the logo now. And I was still like, I still had a. Yeah, my phone automatically updated. I I still have love for Twitter, but it's like now it's just like this black X. And I'm just like, why? It makes me sad now. It's like, I don't even like clicking on it. It's like, this is where it used to. Yeah, it's stupid. Because some billionaire got dumped for. 90s kids. A trans person. What? And that's why. Yeah. Grimes left Musk for Chelsea Manning. And now it's X. That's why. It's all. It all goes back to that. I'm telling you. I don't know. I haven't dug. I've done dug, dug that far into it because it just depresses me to look at it. Dudes got going through a bit. Went through a bitter divorce very publicly, and the fallout is visible. He's like, I hate my ex, so I'm making Twitter called X. So no, all he's of you will hate it too. Since the late nineties. No, I know. He's he, trying to call PayPal X. Yeah, you, you said that last week. I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, thanks everybody for listening to this episode 381 of Nintendo Main Podcast. If you want to hear more of our voices, go to... This is actually 382. 382. Episode 382 of Nintendo Main Podcast. If you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. And you can hear bonus episodes every month. This one's probably going to be delayed a little bit because of moving. I apologize, but please be excited or whatever. Also, you can blame it on me for taking a vacation. If you want. Also, uh, well, also me because moving. But, uh, but yeah, you blame uh, it on me just because. And uh, also, you can find us on Twitch.tv/slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I missed this week, obviously, because I was moving. But I'm going to try to be on it next week. And YouTube.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast as well. Listen to me talk down on CM Punk many times on there. You can listen to it. It's fun. Or talk about my feelings on CM Punk or whatever. Or wrestling in general. You can watch our wrestling videos that are on there. But yeah, um, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Bukowski. John Nitter. And uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Southside. Grimes, yeah. A dumb name. Yeah.